champies, it's Morgan here for a solo intro. Um, couple things to know about for this episode. Um, you may have heard of hyping it up a little bit on um, our Discord if you're a patron. Uh, the long and the short of it is that um, I got very stoned. Uh, during this episode. You might recall the intro we recorded um, a couple episodes ago where I was, you know, maybe a little silly. And uh, that is going to be this whole episode. So apologies um, for anyone without patience for my nonsense. Um, So I'm very stoned in this episode. I got stoned as a bit and then Kept doubling down on the bit and got more and more stoned until I was virtually useless on the recording, Um, which hopefully will be fun for you guys to listen to. Uh, unfortunately, we had a ton of technical difficulties recording this episode, so if things seem just a smidge disjointed, it's because it took us like six recordings to get this thing done. But All of that said, this week's episode should be very fun. It's the originals. It's called Crescent City. Netflix describes this episode as the one where Father Kieran has a run-in with a witch from his past, while someone from Rebecca and Marcel's past threatens to expose their long-buried secrets. And yes, this is the triumphant um, first appearance of Gerald, um, a.k.a. Jackson the werewolf. That is, uh, you know, Haley's betrothed. And we all have a lot of things to say about it. Um, apologies for any Jackson stands, because I think we are rather harsh, except for Jill. She's she's your girl. Um, Michael's going to join us about halfway through the episode, so there will be um, our resident boy there, uh, for those of you who care. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, it's May, so anniversary is coming up. Uh, keep your eyes out on socials for details that will be pending. And without further ado, please enjoy The Empire Diaries. <laughs> Diaries. You know the risk, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing the originals, season one, episode 13, Crescent City. Oh, not the book. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, of course, as always, I must ask first, Jill, how did you feel about this episode of television. <clears throat> I guess always isn't forever after all, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love Celeste so fucking much. Mm-hmm. All yes. of her lines, yes. I was yes. like, this is my girl. I love her. <laughs> saying what I've been saying. Queen, 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 queen. <laughs> Hell yes. The best ever to do it. <laughs> She's here. She's here. She is here. Oh my God. All of her lines to Elijah. I was like, this is it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. 
the way Elijah finding out it was her made it their scenes even hotter. <laughs> yeah. Good. God, the little kiss. The, the kiss. The little Ooh. kiss. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 I love an evil Guys. little kiss. It was such an evil little kiss. <laughs> I was dead. I am dead. I'm so happy. <laughs> Any other thoughts about this episode? <laughs> we met Gerald. <laughs> no. His hair is already too long. Guys. Like, it doesn't frame his face. It gets longer. <laughs> but not like, it, like really long, but like it gets, it definitely gets longer. And his voice gets deeper. Look, yeah. I said it in the chat and I'll say it again. I'd smash. And we all said no in all caps. <laughs> Chill. I'd still do it. Chill. <laughs> Chill. Really but Jill, Jill, I feel like you're like, yeah, maybe at a party if I caught a glimpse of him and then, you know, somehow you'd well, I even and even I, then I'm like I was no. too drunk to think about it really. Like, and he no. was the only guy like into me and Oliver he was looks like with someone you else. Would find him at a Midwest gas station and that's, that's completely it. my type. <laughs> <laughs> so does Oliver, but better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oliver was cute too. Oliver's also a blonde man, which I, you know, go back and forth on if I can. Yeah, I'm not usually like here for a blonde man, but he's definitely better than fucking Gerald. And yes, we will be calling Jackson Gerald for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I'm not calling him Jackson. (laughs) I just could not smash. He's smash that fucking Jared Padalecki cut and paste wannabe he like looks like Milo Ventimiglia in the Jared. Gilmore Girls yeah he looks it's like Milo like, in the Gilmore Girls revival that's what like, he looks no. like you look like a, the, the the poorest man's Milo because here's the thing I've never <laughs> been attracted to Milo until the Gilmore Girls revival the revival I, I fucking I hate just Mariano with all of my heart, except no. for in the revival. That hurts me. Remember when he dropped out of school to work at Walmart? Shut the fuck up, Jess. <laughs> I didn't watch that because, as we all know, I don't care for the Gilmore. He's a girls. bad boy who loves to read. He, he loves mean, to read because Dean forgot to read for after, after season one. We've <laughs> talked about this. He took all of Dean's characterization. <laughs> It's very weird, but I just want to say that um, Gerald looks like if Sam and and Dean, if they got put in that machine from the fly that <laughs> combines and splices yes. the two DNAs together in a gross approximation yeah. of like something that's half one and half the other, it's like that for them from and Gilmore Girls. It, it also re- removes him. your chin. This man has no yeah. chin. <sighs> Smash. No, Look, <laughs> I, I, I you will not be doing a Gerald one at gmail.com. <laughs> there will, there will never be a Gerald email. I can't, I can't help but say never in my life. <laughs> we are vetoing you, like Gila Vaughn. We're like, I'm like, I'm upset, but this is like funny. Like, I cannot abide any Gerald love. <laughs> Look, I maybe I, I can. Him. No, no, no. Maybe I can't. You, I, I want to say, sorry. like, I, I'm so sorry. You don't hate him where it's like, oh, wh- whatever you're calling yourself. I don't well, give a shit bad. about your baby, he says. By the way, well, you're my wife. Baby line, the baby line, he was yeah. like, oh, that came out wrong. He's nervous. This is the girl he was supposed to end up with. 
I mean, like, I get it, but there's, like, like, like that entitlement is so, like, visible, I feel like, throughout their this conversation. Like, he's like, hey, woman who was promised to be my wife and therefore, like, kind of basically already friggin' belongs to me. But, like, she how long has he yet. been stuck in wolf form? Yeah, of course. I'm sure that makes you absolutely fucking weird. And I know you're <laughs> Team Jacob, so therefore this guy, like, gets a <laughs> – Get the head start of five minutes before everybody else starts fucking running the goddamn race. But I I can't tell you I like this guy. I just I can tell you I understand the rationale behind liking him, I guess. But to me, Taster's choice tastes bad. You guys were ripping on him in the chat, and I was like, look, I'm gonna go into this. Like, I went into Cammy. You guys didn't like Cammy, and I was like, look, I'm going <laughs> to give it a shot. I was on board for a little bit. Yeah. I uh-huh. want to let you. I'm completely not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll happen with Gerald. <laughs> the way Jill's back is so firmly turned against Cammy. <laughs> <now. laughs> I want to be open. You know, I think that I believe earnestly that if you like things, you win. So no, I do want to try <laughs> to be positive here. But I want to tell you, it's really hard for me. <laughs> this one, like Cammy, I was like, you know, maybe it's like internalized misogyny inside me that makes me yeah. not like her. Because Why don't we, I try all, again? we agree Leah Pipe's rules. So it, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, maybe, you know, like, try to be clean slate. And I was like, okay, try to be clean slate a little with Jackson. Also, I was stoned because I'm stoned today. And it didn't happen. My immediate gut reaction after having wiped the slate clean was, no. (laughs) Like, I screamed. "Ah!" (laughs) The second he came on screen, I was like, fucking no no, no, chin ass Kenneth Parcell ass bastard. God, are there up so many listeners that we're aware of who like who are our team Gerald? There are people. There's mostly like they're okay with him, and so I don't okay. ha- don't hate him. I don't see like a, a lot of love for Gerald. Got it. Okay. People Good who are like know. they Good feel okay about him. I'd say like Cammy is probably the character we I like that that I think we differ with the yeah. our, the population of our fans the yeah. most on. And people have strong opinions either way about her, whereas Gerald, it's like... Mm-hmm. He's just there. <laughs> and I would argue that most of the Cammy fans agree that even if they've always liked Cammy, Cammy has elements of her character that are, like, dramatically problematic. <laughs> right. Uh, because of how annoying she is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or other things that were cited. <laughs> All I can focus on is how annoying she is. Especially in this one. Uh, oh <laughs> so Jill sorry. called it out first, you guys. Yeah. I That first scene with her, I was like, this bitch. Uh, uh, I am not been this mean uh, in a minute. Um, uh, Jill, do you have any other thoughts on this app that you would love to share with us um i'm just really happy we've had like banger after banger of originals right? episodes this yeah, has been this great, been great. <laughs> and again i'm always uh like praising season two so if this is what's yeah. happening back into season one just so you know mm-hmm. i'm never gonna forgive them for the first half of the season <laughs> yeah it's hard <laughs> to. Now you could be like yeah that wasn't actually that wasn't good actually no 
How it's dare hard they to move do that. <laughs> right? It's like, wait, we could have started off good? <laughs> yeah, it's it's as if like like that's the thing that I resent so much about this turn is I'm like why didn't I'm sorry, but I I love flop. I love our conception of by flop Sophie, who is like such a full disaster and is constantly just like making out with people and avoiding responsibility and like making the wrong choice. And she has her shovel. Uh, I love that, <laughs> but she should have died like and brought back this girl like in episode like three or four. Like it yeah. this whole thing i'm like this should have been five episodes it's really like the pacing of this season is off why did they have to bring in tyler make him look fucking awful it's just like really weird like i guess they wanted to do that crossover with they wanted to do a crossover so the tyler thing and i bet they just were like more focused on the vampire diaries because of the hundred or something like i i really can't tell because this is like it, it this show is aches and pains in its first season and this is so cool and fast and so different from everything yeah. that we've been seeing so yeah. i would be really interested to talk to people about like yeah what what changed in the process of making the show that yeah. taught them how to make it and stuff like that? Because we've been saying that, like, after they took the little uh, mid-season break, like, clearly things, like, there's a shift. And I, I, was, mm. I was saying throughout this episode, oh, this is written like Vampire Diaries on crack. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it rules. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Every fucking scene. Like, there, it doesn't let up at all in this episode. There was a point where I was like, I looked at how long we had left and there was, like, two minutes left. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> We're already at the end. <laughs> And if they can do that, they should, you know, like, be doing it all the time. <laughs> um, it, it's just weird how, like, I, I know people – I know when I talk to people very – like, about the first season of The Vampire Diaries, they're like, yeah, it's, like, not very good. Like, like most people who don't watch the show are like, yeah, I don't – like, I, I don't like it. Like, a lot of people I've suggested this pilot to and they're like, I can't yeah. get past it. They, they tap out early and they miss how it fucking rolls, actually. <laughs> And I'm like, I get that, but it's also a show that's doing so many things that are so fun and exciting that, like, I don't know, that, like, not a lot of other shows are doing. Like, I don't know. It's It's got the kind of, like, fun, fast-paced characters, soap, drama stuff that I love and also monsters and also, like, solid quips and everyone's so hot. Like, I don't understand how that's not checking all your boxes for people, but, like, I feel that way about this like you know so maybe maybe that's something i don't know i lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> what it's like um morgan are, are you high on marijuana never been high i look pretty good high on life <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful so <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> morgan uh-huh how did you feel about this episode when you first watched it? I know how you feel about it now. <laughs> um, uh, I can – I really – I barely remember first watching it. I think I laughed really hard when Sophie died. I was like, okay, finally clearing the board of one of the flops. Cammy next. And it, it was the wrong flop. Happy. The wrong flop died. The ro- Absolutely the wrong flop died. Like, they usually have better aim. Like, like th- th- again, these – this is a camp of people who are guilty of giving us more than one flop 
I'm going to say it. They're, they've given us a lot of people I love, but also a lot of flops. They're usually better at clearing the board of them. This is the course correction here is a little, little rocky because, <laughs> uh, you know, also, also the child, the, the girl playing Monique. I don't necessarily think it's like the best performance. No, it's not. It's, she's, she's, it's, it's a good choice for the character. She's not mm. a good actress. It feels like a little like I so I remember this moment like feeling kind of laughable to me. Um, but I love and also the the Elijah stuff feeling so like arch with Celeste and this time having really like considered it and like felt out the arcs more, it felt much more like dramatic and earned to me and exciting. So I'm really glad about that. Uh Klaus's thing made me laugh. <laughs> Klaus, Klaus the bone knife crawled up in him. And he's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> he's simply fucked it because rules. of the bone knife. Um, yeah, I remember the bone knife and the effect of the bone knife like going in and it makes me scream. So yeah, I'd say that's roughly what I got from the first time. What about you, Latoya? I think the thing I mostly remember from this from originally is just that Sophie died. And uh, again, in th- this rewatch, uh, I- I- I've worked to appreciate Sophie more. Like mm-hmm. she's still not like, a perfect character, but like mm-hmm. she was trying to shovel her way out of floppitude. Mm-hmm. She she really was trying, and I appreciate that greatly. You respect the not. hustle. When we first started it, and you were like, "There's a big death in this one," I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna cry." <laughs> and then I realized I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be Sophie." Well, who did you <laughs> guess first? Because they were both like not actual people who were gonna die. You said Klaus for one of them. Uh, yeah, I was hoping for Klaus. Um, <laughs> Did you but, say Cammy then Klaus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like, well, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, death, going to be sad. And then I went through like the list of characters that we have. And I'm like, Davina's already gone. Yeah, you, you're like, I don't really like, care I, about I also didn't say it was going <laughs> to be sad. I don't know why you went there. Because death should be sad. <laughs> <laughs> what show are you watching? Or getting killed by, like, the, her niece, yeah. like, for not being a believer in their religious cult, like, should really dramatically affect me. And and it kind of doesn't. Like, like I feel bad for Sophie, who I liked. I respected her hustle of trying to get out of Flop City. And, you know, I think, I again, I like our conception of her. But, like... It's so like I it does not matter that it like really, the dramatic stakes of the witch yeah. stuff hanging on them versus Davina, who actually we all give a shit about. Like it it really is our conception of her. And I realized that when they were like it was the Marcel Monique Sophie scenes, like they like we talk about how they used to fuck, but like their scenes are not tinged with that at all. No, not like at they all. don't, they don't act like they don't play off each other as though that they had a relationship with each other at all. And he did actually, as we saw in the flashback, he cared about her and he was trying to help her out. Like, this is the thing. What started all this is that he was trying to help her out from this chaos that she's part of. Yeah, and it's just, like, the level of machinations that we've gone through. Like, we meet them, and they are exes. And we later end up getting all of this backfilled story about this relationship they've had that ultimately ends up not mattering at all. Like, it kind of sets the stage for how Marcel and the Witches feud happened. Like, there's so much world shit that has had to have happened to get us to this point, and I just think the pacing's Again, because Cammy exists, it's like... 
Rebecca Marcel Sophie, that's that's a triangle right there. And like mm-hmm. how conflicted both Marcel and Sophie are with what where, where they are in their their in the war currently. Like that's actually dramatic and it's just not there at all. Mm-hmm. Cause especially like that link you see so clearly, and it's like, what are we saying about Marcel by telling you early on the women that appeal to him? Like, is this a man who will always have a forbidden love? Like the idea of like him and Rebecca and him and Sophie, like it's loving someone who is like impossible to have because they are, you know, your aunt and your dad's crazy or (laughs) they are um, your your mortal enemy uh, because of the, you know, like class of magic person they are. Um, Or is it some smart talking girl who gives you the gumbo and she's studying psych? Gumbo is so important <laughs> to this episode. I love it. A lot of gumbo. <laughs> yeah, I just like I don't know what in so many ways I think I think Cammy's boring because Cammy's a mirror. Like that's the only thing she does to Klaus that he likes about her is that she will analyze him and spit him back out to him and I think that's really masturbatory and gross to want in a love interest, and I'm bored by it. What is this, Californication? (laughs) I never watched Californication. I've seen every single episode. My parents watched it. (laughs) They wouldn't let me watch it with them. Does that have Rick Springfield? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Duchovny. What is Rick Springfield on? He was on General Hospital. (laughs) Maybe that was it. I'm so sorry. You know, I'm always getting General Hospital and California Californication. I'm like, maybe, let me double check to see. He could have possibly showed up on California. I feel like he was on Californication. Okay, yes, he did show up as himself. Thank you. And, and as Rick number one Rick Springfield fan, is, he is he Jesse's like girl. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Jesse uh, has a girl. <laughs> I went to his concert with my mom, and it was me and like a bunch of moms. It was so much fun. You know the wish I had, <laughs> Jesse's girl. <laughs> he also sings "Affair of the Heart," which is really like good, that. and he has an autobiography that I also read. <laughs> wow, <laughs> there's a lot of it. I didn't know that Rick Springfield meant so much to you. Love Rick Springfield. <laughs> And I want to honor that about you. <laughs> Had enough of this charade. <laughs> this doesn't, doesn't seem doesn't to be, be a reason, reason, reason to change. To change. <laughs> this, well, this is the best lyric coming up. <laughs> what a no, Wow, what a great episode of our Vampire Diaries podcast this is. I got Jesse's girl in before Manic Monday. <laughs> oh, it truly has been a Manic Monday that we just started seeing Jesse's girl. <laughs> Woof. Okay. Um, does anyone else have any preamble before we jump into this episode? And we have been talking for 23 minutes. That's normal. That's a normal amount of preamble, right? <laughs> Yeah. Where can I find a woman like that? <laughs> like Jessie's girl. But she's here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, other song that plays with she's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my notes for this episode open. I write in my notebook, I'm stone. I add a sub bullet. 
not really that stone, though. Uh-huh. Then I write, based on the previously's, R.I.P. Papa Tunde. And correct. Yes. She was right there. Let me try to read my notes because they're insane because things happen so fast. My first note is, it is time. Gerald time. And Sophie death time. Oof. We open in the coffin. Uh, so oh, yeah. It's less hot. That's also my note. Tunde the God is also my note. <laughs> Hell yeah. So... So Monique, um, uh, I could not stop referring to in my head as niece Denise from <laughs> Kroll Show. <laughs> like, like I wish that every time. So we'd be like, oh, we lost my niece Denise. <laughs> like over and over again. She just was niece Denise to me and I could not see her <laughs> any other way. So I'm sorry, but Monique is niece Denise. Is that is this change approved? Yes. <laughs> Second. Okay. This episode is gonna be chaotic with Gerald and niece Denise. No one's gonna know what anyone <laughs> fucking character is. Well, we very formally, you know, submitted this request, so I think people are gonna have to know niece Denise is Monique. Put it in your vampire diary, <laughs> please. <laughs> so niece Denise is like waking up in her coffin. Is like, oh my god, um, <laughs> and she's blinking. <laughs> <laughs> this is very serious. Like and and um and also we're at church and Father Kieran's giving um his his sermon. He's looking good. Yeah. Church is back in session. You guys, I'm doing something a little chaotic. And it's that Michael just got home and I'm like, what if you watched the episode and came on and said hi? <laughs> yes, and he, I think I got him to agree to it. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you when it was like maybe gonna happen, but I think it is. He was like, "That's too much," and I said, "It's your loss if you don't want to hang." <laughs> he doesn't want to be excluded. Yeah, so I negged him, and as we know, <laughs> negging negging works. Because <laughs> the next text he sent me was, "What's the app?" And I said, "Crescent City, baby." <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> it's a really good one. So, Kieran. He's like, oh my god, you know, thank you so much for coming. This is the first public service. I don't think he said, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so right. He didn't say that. That was me kind of like summarizing. (laughs) Instead, you know. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Killing it. Kieran's girl. <laughs> I wish that I was Kieran's girl. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so he's like, the church is back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Listen, what the fuck? <laughs> so sorry. Listeners, I'm so sorry. I've gotten like really stoked. And it's hard for me to summarize what's happened, but I'm gonna push through. Uh he's like, we're a people united. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So he's 
He's continuing, much like me, Father Kieran is continuing on, even though it is difficult. And he is like, the events that took place here were tragic. And so Klaus and Marcel are next to each other. And Marcel spies the fucking chaos witch. Is this, is, is it Abigail or is it Genevieve? Genevieve. Abigail from you Abigail. Knew her, you knew her name was Genevieve last time. <laughs> I knew it was some three syllable. Well, well, <laughs> Abigail. See, I'm getting her mixed up with uh, the reincarnated blossom relative that Cheryl is currently possessed <laughs> by on Riverdale. She's a fucking ginger because she's a fucking ginger. She's a. It's, I, my head said redhead witch, and immediately went to my beautiful Madeline Page. Um, so uh, apologies. So Genevieve, he's like, oh shit, Genevieve's here, and Klaus is like, hey Marcel, is there a problem? And he's like, nope, nope, everything is great. Nobody I betrayed you to is suddenly back to life. And Klaus is like, cool. Well then, we have to look like we're devoted parishioners. So I guess the deal is like. Marcel and Klaus are attending church as important dudes of the city. And they're like, here is a big status thing to show everybody that it's cool to go to church now. What do we think of this, Gay? That is, the way you've made us high through the computer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's because now you're stuck with my conception of the episode right now as me reading <laughs> everything. And that's the problem. Um, yeah. Okay, But I was going to say... So we're at Catholic Church in New Orleans, which, okay, mm -hmm. we're not at Baptist Church, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a Viking man here. Mm -hmm. what is, how, does he, how does he feel about Catholicism? I would love to know Klaus. Like, that's the thing. That's the double-edged sword. I just said almost the sentence. I would love to hear Klaus's thoughts on religion when I'm like, probably it would be so annoying. It's because real of the way Ricky Klaus Gervais is. hours. <laughs> I oh, do man. feel like I would just like, it would just be like asking Ricky Gervais a question. And that's horrible, <laughs> you know, to me to think about doing. But like, I don't know, it would be interesting to hear what Klaus thinks about all of that stuff. If he could not be annoying while telling me. And yes, again, Marcel is black in the South. Like, again, like, why are you not Baptist? <laughs> And why is he Father Kieran is Father Kieran and he's hot and we love him. But like, I don't believe these people are Catholic. But apparently they have to go to Catholic church as a political move. And I'm like, who's watching them? Who's looking to them as leaders of the community? They seem like they just stay on the compound yeah. all the time always. It, it seems like they kind of dropped it. That, that was like a one thing from like the, the original version of this series that was good, which is that like Marcel's like a local philanthropist and like, there should be more people just coming to him, like kind of like uh, on, on Lucifer, Lucifer and his like favors, like people like know him because like he do, he do, grants them favors. It's like that's a thing. Oh yeah, see, it does. It just does feel like they aren't very connected to the city besides like all the magic stuff, which makes yeah. sense. But like, I, I wouldn't assume that anyone who was like not in on magic would be like, oh yeah, that's Marcel. He's a he's a guy about town who's always doing stuff. They'd be like, no, nobody would know him. Kimmy was like that, but then you know her, her brain got turned into mashed potatoes and everything. Oh, I think they get better about that again, like in uh, season two. Okay, tight. I'll, I'll always, I'm always going to talk about season two. I'll never <laughs> stop talking about season two. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I, I draw the eye emoji a bunch in my notes because everybody is looking at each other. And uh, yeah. Kieran's like, we, you know, thanks so much to our benefactors. We're so stoked to be back. Amen. And um, yeah, us. <laughs> um, so Celeste in Sabine's body. 
is leading her little tour and she is like, oh, hi, by the way, here's the Devereaux crypt. Very normal, right? Uh, you know, it's it's recently bricked up and you can see that the mortar's wet. So, you know, someone just died. And then we hear niece Denise just like screaming her little lungs off inside the crypt and she shoots out like a rocket. <laughs> and of course we're on this tour. Of course, Celeste Bean doesn't even try to be like, oh, this is weird. She's like, yeah, just as I planned. (laughs) She does not act surprised at all, which is insane. I do like the later uh, reveal that like all the tourists are like, that's like part of the tour. That's like a a cool magic thing that happens. I'm like, yes. I also, I I, I really appreciate uh, the fact that like they still have like the witches doing like they have to do day jobs because like just Mm -hmm. being a witch doesn't give you shit. (laughs) You gotta do this tour strap stuff in the day. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I, I, I like that element that all the witches have to have side gigs making money like Sophie, you know, needs to be peddling her gumbos. What was what was Bastiana doing? <laughs> Bastiana. I, I think I say I love Bastiana in this episode. Yes. Yeah, Every great. Bastiana line fucking killed me. I was like, hell yes, go off, old bitch. I love you. <laughs> she was really on one. She got like she was. Like dying was the best thing to ever happen to her. <laughs> oh, it's the absolute truth. I, it's it's really like made her even more of like a Halloween store proprietor. It, it's like this is how you like explain why they brought back Bastiana and not Agnes. Yeah, because of this crazy ass voice. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing! Sophie shows up and she's like, "Hi, heard there was an explosion here, and my niece Denise is alive again." What the fuck? <laughs> All the tourists look so looking into the little mausoleum. Can you imagine being on the, like the, to be on this tour? Incredible, um, Jill. I feel like you love a ghost tour. Would you? I've love been this on a few tour? cemetery tours. Of um, you have. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not one during the day, though. Yeah, it seems- you go when you can. <laughs> but yeah, so I was on. I went to one in Scotland. Mm, um, okay, I went on a Scotland ghost tour. Did you go? Oh God, I can't remember what the place is called, but it's like the most haunted like tomb or whatever. I think we did. Like we went in like the catacombs or whatever. Okay. And it was very spooky. But the funniest thing was that the ghost um, that was supposed to be really scary that we all were supposed to be very worried about was named Mr. Boots, which is a really, yeah. <laughs> really not scary name. But a really funny name to hear in like a Scottish accent because he'd be like, it's Mr. Boots coming for you. And I'd, be like, Butler. <laughs> and I'd be like, is it now? It's not oh, Gaelic. No. It's too Scottish for, for Gaelic. Yeah, right. So it would just, it was a really bizarre uh, experience, but I, I had fun. Yeah, the nice. one I went on, I was just like, I like doing that. I like learning the history of like the ghost mm-hmm. tours. That's why I do them. Um, yeah. But I was on this one in Scotland, and I was like, I feel like they're going to have a gag at the end, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not going to like it. So I was texting my friend during the tour, like, can you look up if, like, someone's going to jump out at the end of this <laughs> and, like, Ooh. piss me off? <laughs> um, and he was like, no, I think I think you're in the clear. Um, so I, if this had happened, I would have been so into it. Mm-hmm. But instead, <laughs> it was just a guy in, like, a cloak jumped out and went, Boo! <laughs> 
to scare everyone. And I was like, this ruined it. Did I die? <laughs> like, you could spook us without doing that. All yeah. right. So, so far, Celeste, a great a great witch and a great ghost tour leader. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, we have to say, like, what can't this woman do? And also a great actress when she says, it's a miracle. <laughs> I'm evil. <laughs> the smile. She's doing like the Grinch smile. Like it's so <laughs> evil. It's hysterical. I I could not handle it. And I love that every other witch is like, yep, it's a miracle. We agree. It's like she's playing all of you. <laughs> like how the fuck do you not take one look at this woman and know she has ill intent? But she. <laughs> Sexy ill intent. <laughs> Sexy person never did anything wrong. That's what they're all thinking. Yeah. Well, well, Sabine said it, so she must be telling the truth. She must be telling me that. I'm pretty sure she's telling me the truth. She's saying it like, the most like diabolical way. Like definitely <laughs> the truth. Yeah, I'll listen. <laughs> so um, Sophie's like, oh my god, my niece Denise. I'm so excited you're alive. Then back at the church. Uh, after the service, everybody's <laughs> shaking the good father's hand yeah, on the way are. out of the church. Um, and Klaus is like, great sermon, father. And Kieran's like, yeah, I'm surprised you're here. I wish he'd been like, I can't believe you didn't get struck by a lightning bolt. I wish they were like always doing jabs at each other. You no, know? They, they, they actually like each other. Is the thing. There's no like contention. Like, there's contention between Kieran and Marcel, but not Kieran and Klaus. They are best friends. Also, <laughs> As so I pointed funny. out, Marcel wore a hoodie to church. How I love dare it. he? I love I was, it. I was shocked. I was like, wow. But the – yeah, they really just like immediately vibed. Like they hit it off and were just like, you know what, dude? I like your style. You know what? I fucking like your style too. Like they just – what's better than this? Guys being dudes. He's, he's like, he's my new Stefan. <laughs> this, this is the new Stefan. <laughs> And yeah, that it's like an older dude who's just like an alcoholic priest. Oh, who has it's, a flop. It's Damon Alaric. It's Damon yeah. Alaric. <laughs> it's yeah. He he smushed Alaric and Stefan together. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Damon Alaric masterpiece. Miss those baby two. boy. Miss. Matt Davis, fuck you all all day. It's on yeah. site, Matt Davis. But Alaric, Matt Davis, you. fuck you. But Alaric. We love you, man. <laughs> so Kieran's like, sorry, guys, I, gotta, I don't remember what happens. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, we, there's more talk about how Klaus is like always donating to charity when we're not seeing him. Like every time Klaus is off screen, he's donating to charity. <laughs> Kieran's like, Klaus, you're like the best guy. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Everybody's like, what? And Karen's like, you heard me. He's great. Like, it's very weird. So they they talk about, like, so Papa Tunde has disappeared. They don't know that he's dead. And they're like, yeah, watch out for him. Yeah, they think he's still roaming around the bayou. Asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that we teased you about that so much, Jill, and about that coming up, but... His line delivery there is iconic. Like, I I do want to ask you a question about how you feel about Trevino's performance in that episode because he's kind of doing a thing that doesn't really make sense, but he's really fun as the villain of the week. Yeah, I love Trevino. (laughs) What? Shocking! I know. Asking questions. (laughs) 
I need to go back and re-listen to see how soon you guys bring that up. <laughs> Where's Tyler? I don't know. He could be roaming around the body. Right? <laughs> questions. Yeah, that is it. It happens a few times. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, so yeah, Kieran's like, is there a war that I'm like in the middle of? And before he can get the very necessary answer <laughs> to that question, Cammy walks over. Head She's here. Stomps on into this conversation, inserts her hand, and shakes her uncle's hand, acting like they're strangers. Because <laughs> this is the biggest diss she could ever give. She goes, I want to congratulate you on getting the church up and running. I can see this is a bad time. Nice to see you, Marcel. And then she ignores Klaus and leaves. She'll go and to this the is where I was she like, has to. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> right <laughs> it's like that's that's rough babe Ugh. is that really again you want to do it <laughs> i will always say it's not leah pipe's fault because here's the thing good actress i will even say better actors who could be in this role and not get that right i was earlier discussing jennifer lawrence jennifer lawrence couldn't pull this shit off zendaya couldn't pull this shit off like, there's nothing here. Like, she's just constantly, it, it, it really, you guys, it is just she's here, like, over and over again. Like, every time she shows up, she's like, and guess what? Get ready to hear the great thing that's going to come out of my mouth. Poopy. And, like, it is nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, Cammy, like, Cammy, please. <laughs> just one time be right I, I, I want to write something for leah pipes just to like apologize for all of this a hundred percent yes let's get let's all focus on getting leah pipes a good job so that we can all safely you know prove this isn't about her she's great you're never you're, I, I will I, I think i will guarantee you're never gonna hear me say a bad word about leah pipes on this podcast nope could not be me lover Lover on Angel. <laughs> that episode of Angel she was in, I was like, what's up, girl? I love you. She fucking rose. Well, can Leah Pipe? She's great. She's, yeah, Jill, she's in an episode as like a little kid. What? Yeah. yeah it fucking rules. Yeah. Oh it's a very God. small part, but it rules. Like, oh, Leah Pipes. You're like, and, and it's great. She's like one of those people who you're just like, oh, yeah, that's just, they just shrunk you and then they made you bigger and that's how you aged. Like, she just looks like Leah Pipes, even when she's like nine or whatever. It's great. Leah Dang. Pipes, great in the Disney Channel original movie, Pixel Perfect. I gotta say. <gasps> A plus. That's Leah Pipes? That's Leah Pipes. Yeah. So it's like, we, we are putting respect on her name. Like, we are. Yeah. We're saying good things we, about oh Leah Pipes. genuinely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not like being like facetious or ironic when we say Leah Pipes, yay! Like she rules. No, she rules. We're just saying like this character is kind of just like irredeemably like there's no way to just like step on rake after rake after as rake. The, and that's as not the character is, there's no way to perform it well. Mm -hmm. At least in 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 our opinion. Uh, so, so Kieran's like, Cammy, wait, don't say that to me. Uh, but she's already gone. And Klaus is like, I mean, I tried to get her to leave town. Uh, and, you know. <laughs> We're joking. Like, remember when that was a thing? Before yeah. She got unmementoed. <laughs> remember when she was going to leave? That was so cool. Uh, Klaus is like, 
don't look at like i love klaus again being like nothing's ever my fault like don't look at me he's again a sitcom dad and i love him he gets a phone call from diego just like and i wish it was about good news that something good happened to diego and that's why he was getting a phone call <laughs> Never because gonna happen. Nagada. <laughs> can't one good thing happen to diego he's a fucking prince uh he's like we got a special delivery and it's papa tunde's corpse which is also bad news because that dude fucking ruled bummer <laughs> r.i.p <sighs> king and uh he diego says either our rich problems are over or they are just getting started <laughs> You're right, Diego. You're right. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Great line delivery. So they're Diego like, was like, oh, I, I don't want to be in this show. <laughs> Release me. <laughs> it's like it's, it's not an actor not wanting to be in a show. It's like a character being like, please save me before the shit hits the fucking fan. Like, you know what we deserve? Diego and Josh, like two like yeah. henchmen made yes. more through the fact that they are in love with each other, but come from completely different ethoses of henchmaning. Like, because one is so sincere and the other's so jaded. I love it. I love these boys. <laughs> we love our boys. Yeah, we do. Uh, so we hate women. <laughs> we hate. We hate. Obviously, it's we not hate feminism all. day. It's not, yeah. Oh, let me check the calendar. It's not feminism today. We much, we very much agree with both Rebecca and Haley that women are bad. Actually, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of lukewarm on them, you know. <laughs> uh, so Bastiana shows up <laughs> as Kieran's like wishing, like God be with everyone, and he shakes her hand and then looks at her, and she's like, "Oh, I doubt that, but I do appreciate the vage. Like it's great." <laughs> Everything she does is fucking wild. She puts an X on his hand and, like, call Jamie Kennedy because this MF just got x We both make the same Jamie <laughs> Kennedy experiment joke at the same time. <laughs> You've just been like, x Jill can vouch for the fact that we both did that. What's yeah. it like to know two people who both do that immediately? Wild. <laughs> Shocking. Where does our comedy come from? Oh, that's easy. The Jimmy Kennedy experiment. Oh my god. Uh, I've never, I never watched an episode of the Jamie Kennedy experiment. This is my finally, you know, my time to admit I that. Watched every single episode. How I was were they? I, <laughs> it was great. I was recently <laughs> rewatching uh, the sketches that led to a, a Malibu's Most Wanted because okay, the, that, wow. that character originated on Jamie Kennedy experiment, and they were great. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Raphael Sadiq got like axed. It's like, yeah, we're, they were like about to like actually produce his rap out. I was like, because he has money. Oh no! <laughs> like, God. yeah, he, he's rich and from Malibu. Like, I guess we'll produce your shitty album. Jeez, no one was safe, huh? I mean, when you get <laughs> the rap like my pool, it's got algae on it, and when I see it, it makes me want to vomit. Uh, that's uh. Those are, those are classic lines. Wow, bars. <laughs> B-Rat's got bars. Bradley's <laughs> um, So So Bastiana, she, she, she fucking exes him. Oh no, we're all very worried. Father Kieran's our favorite character. And there's a, and there's a camera there. And there's a camera there. <laughs> I wish. Bastiana did that. And there's a camera there. And there's a camera there. Uh, so then at the Michelson compound, uh, they're like, all looking at Papa Tunde's corpse, and they're like, hmm, 
looks dead and um, <laughs> Klaus, Klaus decides that he's in a very funny little mood and he's like hey Elijah can I get you anything a magnifying glass a pipe like he's like Sherlock Holmes joke and I'm like a man dead I missed that part because it, the episode was going so fucking fast. Unlike the episode of this podcast, but this episode was going yeah. boom, 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 boom. I'm like, I, I missed so many things. I did so bad on my notes. They, that was the graveyard stuff. Sophie, uh, the outside the church scene, didn't take a note for it, but I wrote <laughs> it with an exclamation point. So I seem to think a lot of it. And then this is coming off the lines. As you can see, and it says Klaus just called his bro Sherlock LMAO. <laughs> I I miss all of that. All of his like just shitting on Elijah. Apparently, I just remember him saying ominous chicken. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing chicken in the chat. I'm like, wait, what? I was confused by ominous chicken because I was really focused on him being like, hey, hey, what are you? We fucking. Sherlock Holmes? Like, that's not a good joke, Klaus. Great episode. No notes. <laughs> yeah, I love this episode, to be clear. So Elijah's like, whatever, do you have a theory? And Marcel's like, back in the day, witches wanted to send a threat. They'd just kill a chicken and leave it on your doorstep. And Elijah's like, it's a rather large and ominous chicken, wouldn't you okay, say? Okay, that's a chicken thing. Yeah. That's a chicken. Which- Amazing. So Klaus is like, well, Papa Tunde defeated Rebecca with ease. Almost got us as well. Like, if he was supposed to be the prize fighter, why leave him for dead in your front yard? And then Rebecca shows up. And she's like, guess what? Fucking niece Denise exploded out of a grave. And it, it is... You know what is a brilliant plan? Uh, although I, I miss Papa Tunde. It's like to bring back one of the Harvest Girls because they have the Harvest powers. And it's not going to be Davina because you can't probably can't control Davina. So you bring Monique, who's become a zealot in yeah. her death. And it's like very, very powerful witch. Very smart, Celeste. Very smart. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really well done. Yeah, it's like someone newly able to resurrect and that is young enough to be easily manipulated too. Yep. Yeah. Um, Celeste... We love your plan. <laughs> Celeste, no no. <laughs> Celeste, we're all big fans. We like you. Uh, so Marcel's like, okay, well shit. A harvest girl resurrected. Th- like then Davina could resurrect. Like, we'll just kill the witch who took her place. And it's like, <laughs> your plan should not be to kill another teen. Well, he, he doesn't even want to because he doesn't like to kill kids, so he's like if he knew who the other witches were, because he, he does yeah. realize, like, he's like, I think his plan is actually to kill Genevieve. Kill Genevieve, He yeah. knows that's the one who, at least of of all of the many right now, he knows that's the one. Then, Haley just walks into the scene <laughs> and is like, hey, by the way, like, it's, which the pacing is like, we're just putting a brick on the gas. Yeah, because- previous original episodes we had would have had multiple scenes of her figuring this out not this episode <laughs> yeah and she's like i think like celeste is back because you know we got the drawing and all of this shit and klaus is like okay wow uh this isn't just witches attacking vampires they're declaring war on us he's so excited to get to say this <laughs> you started this asshole you killed her in the tub. Like, right, oh, see, again, he actually did. He didn't kill her. He was he was responsible for people killing her. But mm-hmm. still, it is his fault. Yeah, he's 
Oh, God, he is the worst, but I did have, I am having more fun with him this yeah, season. Yeah, he's been great. He's been great lately. No notes. <laughs> Joseph Morgan, <laughs> we're big fans. <laughs> Uh, so then we have this Rebecca and Elijah scene and, uh, you know, Elijah's raging for the brown liquor and Rebecca's like, isn't it kind of early? And he's like, yeah, if one of us is going to drive and Rebecca's like, nope. And then they're both drinking brown liquor. I love it. Uh, Elijah's like, hey, could you take Haley to the plantation? Cause it doesn't seem safe here. And I'm like, Ugh. don't worry. <laughs> We're done with the plantation after this episode. <laughs> I was like, can we please stop going there? And like he like Rebecca's like, you realize Haley won't do whatever I say. She's like kind of like an obstinate little bitch. It's, it's I like her. <laughs> it's cute <laughs> that they're friends now. Like they're mermaid buddies now, which is nice. They're now ordinary girls from <laughs> the deep blue underworld. Is that actually the theme song? Yes. Really? That's great. Yes. Oh, I got to listen to that. Is it on um, Spotify? Ooh, it could be actually. <laughs> <laughs> so Rebecca's like, hey, here's a novel idea. Why don't you let Haley decide for herself? And I'm like, again, like, is it feminism? <laughs> and Elijah's like, you know why, you know, because he likes her. And she's like, well, why don't you do it? And he's like, well, yeah, because then I'd look like a hypocrite. Like, could you just please do this for me? Like, he's like, I want to do this. I can't say it. Can you please do it? And she's like, yeah, okay. She's not going to like it, but like, I'll do it for you. And they're in a good place, which is yeah. nice. <laughs> they, they like finally, like they get past their shit. I, I don't like when Rebecca and Elijah are fighting. No. Not a fan at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Rebecca leaves and runs right into Marcel, who immediately grabs her by the neck and shoves her against the wall. That wasn't necessary, Ooh. but it was hot. <laughs> I was not like, expecting that. Because it wasn't necessary at all. It, in my good, mind, it's necessary. Good gravy, y'all. He could have just held her by the shoulders, but no. He could have just been like, hey, we really need to talk. And then like gestured and not touched her at all like these are all things he could have done but instead <laughs> he chose to grab her by the throat and run her into a wall which is also what i love to do to my aunt come on Marcel. <laughs> you're really leaning into the aunt thing right now <laughs> yeah rebecca's his cool aunt <laughs> no <laughs> i know i know it's funny because it's true yeah it's but funny no they're, so Rebecca, they're very lucky, lucky mm -hmm. that Marcel is adopted. Because, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, this would be very worrisome. Uh, so Marcel's like, hey, here's the deal. Fucking Genevieve's back. And Rebecca's like, what? And he's like, I can't see her, but like, I think I caught a glimpse of her. And she like would have a reason to be back. She has unfinished business, you know, with us. So like, fuck. <laughs> Reminder to the Ampies, Genevieve is the, the ginger who was uh, uh, resurrected, who was, uh, you know, lurking and staring and danced back from the grave. Because, again, they did not say mm -hmm. her name. We did say her name because it was, like, it was weird that they weren't saying her name. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, actually, like, a shock to say her yeah. name. Yeah, she's very much, like, a character I think you're supposed to, like, recognize on site. And we know that she had some hand in bringing Michael back. So, therefore, she could, you know tell klaus that and obviously that would not go well yeah uh so rebecca's like fuck okay i'm taking Haley to the plantation you find genevieve and fucking end it end it like we did the last time so seems like they killed her before <laughs> so i'm sure she's really excited to see them 
it seems like uh, at least, uh, I mean, even I guess, what happened? How did Bastiana die? I cannot remember. Was she in uh, Sabine Celeste, like, a uh, little cloaked uh, witches who got, like, their all their necks snap? Was she, is that possible? Maybe, yeah. Because I was saying, at least, like, with uh, Papa Tunde uh, and Genevieve, we know that they were, like, Marcel was, like, had a hand in, in their deaths. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, but I'm sure Marcel did it. Or, like... One of our one of our our team did yeah, it like, for sure. It was, yeah, yeah. I I I'm just like it, it had to be Davina's like next stepping thing. I can't, I can't think of Bastiana just being killed be, like by herself. She right. She she had real group energy until now. Because <laughs> again, it's I, like why is it Bastiana and not Agnes who was you know resurrected? Bastiana is not even on the Vampire Diaries like originals wiki, so I can't even confirm this for you. And I'm sorry. We gotta up. We gotta get this wiki updated, gay. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see what's what's up. Okay, Bastiana the originals. I've searched it before. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, she's on uh, not the originals fandom wiki, but the Vampire Diaries one. That's that's what it is. This is ridiculous. <laughs> The way this is unorganized, like someone needs to handle this, and I guess that someone needs to be me. She was drained of blood. That's how she was killed. Mm-hmm. Who, who did it? Who killed her? Someone drank all her blood. Who did it? Oh, killed by an unknown vampire. Huh. Okay. So she just got she just got chomped. Possibly during like uh one of the roustings. Yeah. So Bastiano. She's back. She's back to manage her Halloween store. Uh, and But Marcel is going after Genevieve. So we then go to Rousseau's. Ge- Genevieve is there. Uh, she's hanging out at the bar. She gets a tea, which Jill had some things to say about. That's when I knew this was going to be my girl. <laughs> Ordering tea at the bar. <laughs> Iconic. That's going to be my new move. I usually go for um, Shirley Temple's. <laughs> hmm. Love a Shirley Temple. But I'm going to be a tea girl now. That's nice. It's nice to have a tea. Catch me at Magic Mike in Vegas asking for a tea. <laughs> yes. But yes, I will. queen. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Karen shows up and is like, hey, Cammie, can I talk to you? And she's like, no, I'm actually really mad at you. And he's like, hey, hey no, 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 no. Like, like something real is happening to me. But she's like, I'm uh, running this bar. No one else is. <laughs> Yeah, um, and Cammy's like, like he says, look, it's like for the past three centuries, the O'Connells have always tried to keep the peace, and she's like, save me the family history. It's all lies on top of lies. But he's like, you need to pour me a drink. I have to tell you something. And his hands just like shaking. He is not doing okay. And she's like, what's wrong? And he says, what happened to your brother Sean is about to start happening to me. He has been exed. And Kieran uh, is like, yeah, I have no idea how long that I have. And Cammie's like, fuck, oh no, wait, okay, maybe I can talk to some people. Like maybe there's an antidote. And Kieran's like, Cammie, promise me one thing. When it gets bad, be as far away from me as possible. And uh, she's like, oh God, there has to be some way. And then (laughs) Genevieve takes a little sip of her tea and is like, hi, excuse me. It turns out there is some way. I can help you. Like, all you have to do is take this. And she gives Papa Tunde's bone blade to Cam and is like, just put this in Klaus Michelson's heart. Jill, were you happy? Was she made for me? (laughs) Might have been. I love her. Give me fucking rules. (laughs) 
Hey, bro, I'm going to sip my tea at a bar and tell someone to murder Klaus. <laughs> Babe. That's what we like to see. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad she's here for you. Uh, so then Rebecca and Haley arrive at the plantation. Oh, no. <laughs> And Rebecca's like, I thought I was going to have to drive you kicking and screaming and stuff. And Haley's like, ah, we all want to protect the baby. That's why, you know, I'm so pleased, blah, blah, blah. And Rebecca's like, hey, come on. You know that I – you and I are mermaids and we're friends. Like, what's it? <laughs> and Haley explains, tonight's the full moon. And Rebecca's like, yeah, you're pregnant. You won't turn. And she's like, yeah, but everybody in my pack is, you know, going to be human for this, you know, one night a month. Uh, so I actually like sent out some feelers through Josh and I'm like, why did Josh agree to do to a favor for you? You're me. Jo- <laughs> Josh agreed to go see Eve. Eve's not nice either. Just he's getting it from all sides. Everyone being mean to him. Like he had to go to like Eve's like weird bayou shack Eve's and be bayou. like, and be like, hey, wow. This I'm is so sorry. <laughs> for the originals to appropriate Eve's body. <laughs> Journey Smollett should sue. <laughs> Megan Good should sue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I, like, I, I'm just obsessed with the errand that Josh had to run for this girl who is exclusively mean to him. Poor boy. Uh, so he went, he sent <laughs> oh, the word. Oh, but also, this is my favorite, night. sorry, this is my favorite line about Josh from Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which Rebecca replies to, Josh isn't dead yet? Well, good on him. I love a nice survival story. <laughs> oh, like, yes! <laughs> ah! <laughs> He's still alive! <laughs> it's so great. We are all happy and surprised. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cute. It's nice to know that Rebecca shares that with us. So then uh, Rebecca like sees a dude delivering kegs and Haley's like, yeah, okay, look, I'm throwing this party like and I know you want to keep me safe and stuff. But like, this is the one night a month I could meet my family. Could you please just like help me throw this party instead of ratting me out to your brothers? And, you know, Rebecca. She can't resist a good keg party as long as nobody does a really cool keg, keg stand. stand. To really- <laughs> like, I don't go make some gumbo. I, I literally, Michael is finally catching up on the pod, so I just listened to the keg stand with him, and he was like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> we, I was like, "Do you not remember the motorcycle thing?" And I don't think he did. Bless his heart, because we all remember the motorcycle thing, even oh. Jill. I, I remember that <laughs> so bad. <sighs> I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at I'm looking at my notes to try to catch up on where I am. But yeah, but I have Bex proud of Josh for living with four exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> and then Haley, I have say Haley H colon mermaid. Help me throw a party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Morgan. Don't you mean Haley? <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true, so true. Uh, then we have a scene at the French Quarter with Elijah and Celeste. And if we can just briefly talk about how hot these two people are. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. I mean, we, yeah. Yeah, we talk about the Elijah-Haley <laughs> chemistry, but the, the Elijah-Celeste-Sabine like Celeste Sabine chemistry, come on. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. They're so hot, guys. <laughs> so charged. It's so good. So, like, she's like, Elijah, like, to what do I owe the pleasure? And he's like, oh, well, we need an ally amongst the witches. And, you know, you've helped us. Maybe we could avoid an unnecessary conflict. And she's like, okay, it very well could be deal o'clock, Elijah. <laughs> um, but we don't really, like, make peace with people like Klaus because he fucking sucks. Yeah. And Elijah's like, so you want my brother out of town, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's good takes. It's funny because ultimately Elijah like realized, oh, so you're a Celeste, right? He obviously it could have been, it could have been any witch. She doesn't think like Sophie Celeste because he's like, no, she's she's a flaw. Yeah, no, <laughs> I this is the only one who's made me even moderately horny. It's gotta be her. <laughs> so Celeste's like, I'm just telling you how they feel. My people people are scared. They're desperate, but they're not dumb. You have a niece on the way, and it stands to reason you'd be willing to discuss how to run him out of the city. And Elijah's like, all right, let's walk together. Take me on one of your famous tours. They're flirting up a storm, and she's got a bold red lip, and, like, it's hot. That red lip. She's that working it. Absolutely. She looks so good. <laughs> then at Rousseau's. Uh, we have Sophie and Monique in the back. Sophie and Nice Denise. Nice Denise is being served some fortifying gumbo. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Gumbo like, cures all. That's truly like what Sophie's. She's like, here, take take the gumbo, kid. Like My big at Nola you. wedding, they put gumbo on everything. God. I love it. I love it. And Monique's like, yeah, but I was like dead. Like, that's kind of a lot. And she's like, yeah, but you're here now. She, she was yeah. dead. She needs some more solid food. <laughs> yeah. Niece Denise is like, what happened to my mom? And as we all know, her mom was killed in the pilot by Marcel, which fucking was very cool and hot of him to do. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know. So, you know, Sophie's like, eh, you know, your mom, like, she had a lot of faith and, you know, she believed in the harvest and she sacrificed herself for this cause for you. And uh, niece Denise is like, okay, do you also have faith? And Remember how Jane Ann dying in the backdoor pilot, you wouldn't really understand that if you just watched the pilot pilot because it's like after her death and you're like, you, you've missed like many steps to get to that. <laughs> Such a weird – again, I just anyone who only watched this show, I feel confused on your behalf. You, you, you truly have to watch the backdoor pilot for the pilot to make any sense at all. Yeah, and that's – that's not so great. Like they like they should honestly cut together like a compilation version for streaming. Like if people just want to watch the originals. I think there was a, 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 a compilation version. But I don't know if it's if it's streaming or like if it was like a Comic-Con exclusive or something like that. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. So, uh so when he asked, "Do you have the same faith?" Uh Sophie is not aware that this question has very high stakes, which is unfortunate <laughs> for Sophie. She says, "I lost my faith, then I realized if I didn't believe, I would be letting you down. I tried to get it back." I tried. She's like, I'm too gay to believe. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Baby girl, it's not right. It's not fair. But niece Denise is homophobic. Is what we all learn. Niece Denise Oof. does have really homophobic energy. Because <laughs> she's, she's fucking fundamentalist. Uh, that's, that's what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Even Celeste I, is like, no, everyone can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
my um my first note for this scene is uh Sophie dialogue in all caps. Now eat your gumbo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, has to tell niece Denise that mom died. Had a faith crisis. Then Marcel shows up, and this is when Latoya you made that joke about how yeah. they like fucked previously, and like you cannot tell. You could not tell at all, which is the problem. Hmm. He shows up and is like, hey, I want to bring back the th- other, th- like, three girls sacrificed during the harvest. And I'm like, good on you. You're advocating for all three of them, even though you only love one of them. That's <laughs> the right thing to do. A lot of people on this show, not capable of that. <laughs> uh, and Sophie's like, what the fuck? You don't care about those girls. You just want Davina back. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, I do. But come on. Yeah. She's like, you just want her back for power. He's like, no, I want her back because I love her. I'm her dad. <laughs> yeah, and niece Denise is like, he's telling the truth there. That's sincere. He's loyal to Davina. He's here to help. Uh, so good thing we have niece Denise around uh, to be a lie detector. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, at the church, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, Elijah detector. Is that a thing? <laughs> Elijah detector. <laughs> yeah, I got two Elijah detectors right here, baby. <laughs> oh. Ah, ooh, guys. <laughs> He's so hot, guys. So then at church, my first note is, Cammy's got a knife. Cammy's uh, got a knife. Cammy's <laughs> got the bone blade, and she's she's meeting with Klaus, and Klaus is like, okay, I got your message. Where's Kieran? And Cammy's like, oh, he's in the attic, like, resting and praying. Like, he's going to go crazy and die, just like Sean, right? Um, oh, no, sorry. She said none of this with intensity, which would have been interesting. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> resting, praying. He's going to go crazy and die, isn't he? Just like Sean. And we'll still be in this stupid fight because he lied to me about the witches and vampires and you. And you know what? Still don't blame Leah Pipes. I blame the director. <laughs> don't blame Leah Pipes at all. I blame that the fact that like the like the cami every cami and Klaus scene, the pacing is a funeral dirge. Like, why do they constantly talk to each other so solemnly? You know what? <laughs> you know what Leah Pipes would be great in, and I, I hate to say it. An Aaron Sorkin show, actually. Hmm. <laughs> Because she's very, like, attuned to cadence. And, like, the cadence they've just chosen here is, like, all they, they wrong. They slow her down and she should be sped up. Yeah. I think that's fair. So, like, Klaus, here, like. Uh, to be less problematic. Like an Amy Sherman Palladino show. There. Yeah, hey, there we sure. go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, let her let her be a Gilmore girl. Um, <laughs> let her be so, Miss Maisel. <laughs> yeah, let her be Miss Maisel. Let her, uh, again, who I believe is a literal comedy werewolf. Like, I hate like, – guys, I really didn't like Maisel. Did you guys watch Maisel? You're, I, I you're not a Palladino fan. And again, uh, uh, I, as I've said many, many times, Bunheads is the show that made me understand how ke- people could hate Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. And again – Gerald, when Gerald showed up, I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. This is, that's the first thing I saw him in. I'm like, uh, oh, he's awful. He played a character named Godot. Uh, <laughs> he's a bartender named Godot. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, Seth Foster wants to fuck him. And I'm like, why? Uh, <laughs> so angry. <Joe>. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, like, Maisel, like, where she just keeps, like, accidentally being good at stand-up as if that's <laughs> the thing that happens to people. I'm like, I, I don't want to be one of those people I mean, who, I like, could do that, but. 
Yeah, like yeah, yeah but that's because you do that here. You are yeah. we are technically paid by people on our Patreon for talking and being funny on a microphone professionally. But that's not you don't because you learn to do that and you're good at it and you li- liked listening to other people do it and then did it yourself and were good at it. She just comes up there and is like, "Well, it turns out I'm a great stand-up comic." <laughs> and I'm a woman too. And it's just like, ah, I'm sorry, I've really gone on a tangent, guys. <laughs> What's the deal? What's the deal with women's rights? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love this for us. <laughs> Anyways, so this is a Cami and Klaus scene, <laughs> uh, as we as we all know. As we all love to talk about. I wonder why we went off topic. <laughs> I Yeah, I could never understand why. So class is like, Cammy, like, I get it. You you hate me. And I, and I get, like, like Cammy's, like, sentiment that she's, like, so mad she's going to die. Like, her uncle's going to die in a fight with her over, like, stupid shit. Like, I get that. That's sad. But I'm also, like, it seems like he didn't really, like – think you deserved to know anything as a person and i kind of can't blame him but like that's not a cool way to be treated maybe it's not a good relationship (laughs) but klaus is like cammy i get it like you hate me i've done bad things but like your uncle was actually trying to protect you by lying he's a really good dude we're best friends we liked each other's (laughs) vibes right away (laughs) and uh he's like you really need to know like we're all united and uh she stands up she holds the bone blade out behind his back and then like lets him turn around and see her with it and he's like what the fuck she lets go of the left the one time she has leverage and is just like hey here's the knife a witch gave it to me and said it would be like cause you untold pain and torment so you know like she said she'd like heal kieran for me if i did it but you can have it and klaus is like oh you reject their offer uh and he's like yeah she's like maybe i could have done it if i were more like you good god in, in a way, I understand the part where she's like, I want to be on the winning team. I get that part, but like... I was going to say, Cammy hap- made a point. She but, wants to be on the winning team. But mm-hmm. just with everything that's happened and how angry she is, she should have fucking done it. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like for her to be kind of like thinking in like political chess moves, then I wish she had like a thing going on. Like I like I, I really enjoyed the thing they said about like the O'Connells where it's like you always make the wrong choice. You always choose like the vampires or whatever over us, the witches who are like all about the natural order of way of things. You chose you choose the aberration over and over again. Like I wish that Father Kieran and Cammy felt related they don't at all like whenever they're interacting he's like hello stranger <laughs> um, <laughs> as we all know I care about you very much as your loving uncle Kieran uh- <laughs> and Klaus feel more related thousand <laughs> <laughs> percent again bros right from the start uh, so she's like yeah I don't want to be stupid she says I'm not stupid which is I put in the real- chat well <laughs> the real humanity Elena and Rebecca scene <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just like, God, dude, if you have to say it. And she's, there's a war going on. I want to be on the winning side. And Klaus is like, oh my gosh, that made me feel so happy that you said that I was a winner. Um, hell yeah, <laughs> let's leave your uncle. I This is my number one priority now because you just told me I'm a very nice boy. <laughs> Good gravy. So then uh, in the bayou, Haley's hanging up the clothes on – the clotheslines, which at first I was like, it was just the backyard, right? Yeah. I was like, why in the fuck did you get to this new house and immediately do laundry? That's so weird. (laughs) But he gave them all clothes to wear to the party, which was nice. And that was a nice, normal way to give them clothes. Good job, Haley. I'm sorry (laughs) that I'm a stupid bitch. And she, (laughs) he's a wolf. And she's like, oh my God. Hey. (laughs) It is Gerald. Hi. I get upset because he looks like my dog Chewy. <laughs> He's Aww. such a cute little wolf. Gerald is like better off a wolf. Yeah, um, I would boop him. Yeah, yeah, he. I would give his nose a little boop. But Haley's weirdly flirty with this wolf. I think it's bizarre. <laughs> she is. How bizarre? How bizarre? Uh, Morgan's like you're related, and then we later learned they're not related. But like. That was Morgan's reaction. Yeah, I was like, for all you know, you're related. Don't flirt with your, like, wolf cousin. She's been hanging around the Michaelsons too long. She's like, Rebecca and Marcel's oh, things. Like, no. she's his aunt. Incest has been too normalized for her. <laughs> she is, again, a strong Appalachian woman. <laughs> so then at the church... Klaus uh, is like, like what we're going to do is we're going to drain Father Kieran of all the vervain in his system so that I can compel him to just not be hexed. I mean, obviously it wasn't going to work, but I like because um, – so the other the other hexing that they've like, encountered in this is with Haley, and we already know you can't – at least we know you can't compel werewolves, so we, like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have tried that at all. It makes sense he would try it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is interesting. And also that curse was like very like blood based. So maybe yeah. maybe there's some basis in believing that the curses are in the blood. Uh so Klaus is like, Yeah, it's it's great. We're we're gonna do this. And Cammy's like, Are you sure this will work? And he's like, No, not at all. But like it's, <laughs> it's what we got. <laughs> uh fun. Then the wolves all transform and they're they're becoming people. Rebecca is apparently cooking crawfish in the kitchen and she's leaving Marcel a voicemail and she's like if you don't call me back with an update I will kill you myself. Oh <laughs> shit. Shirtless dude. <laughs> um, shirtless it's dude. Great. This is a naked dude. He is naked. This this dude is naked. We later learn his name is Oliver and this guy's shoulders to waist ratio yeah. is fucking insane. <laughs> Any other thoughts, ladies? Thumbs up I just, to Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> his body kind of scared me. Yeah, I was like I was it's it's a lot. Yeah. But like He's got also, wrestler body. But also like I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> um Rebecca's like, oh, oh, sorry. I like, you know, thought you'd be furrier. She's and very timid in the scene. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, she's like being very coquettish, and I'm like, ah, no. His dick must be huge. Oh, oh my god. Yes, the door is open at just the right time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. 
Hi, Michael. The boy has arrived. Michael, do you think that Oliver has a big dick? <laughs> Him? Uh, yeah, I think he has a good fucking dick. That's like that. I'm just, lo- just looking at that guy, I'm like, damn, what a good fucking dick that guy has. Like, just such, such the undeniable vibes. It was, it was pretty overwhelming. I gotta say. <laughs> He had Rebecca shook. Yeah. Rebecca was truly like, uh, 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 like, really, no thoughts, head empty. Jill, how do you feel about this episode of television where a bunch of naked werewolves came out of the woods as, as people and started putting clothes on? And then a really Werewolves are always just Rebecca. shirtless. I love it. I love it. Um, now, we talked about this a little bit in the Discord, but Jill, you are notably Team Jacob, or you were when you first went through Twilight. Is that correct? I was until Breaking Dawn, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, whatever could have changed your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Resume. But yeah, I was Team Jacob. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I just, I just, I love to hear that on the pod. I really respect Team Jacob. <laughs> it couldn't be me. But I really respect it. Like, <laughs> I'm to, sorry, to, but after we saw New Moon, I was like, yeah, I made the right call. <laughs> to fight that losing battle, you know? Because it's just like it was never going to be him, though. <laughs> it was never going to be him ever. There was no time in which it could have been him. <laughs> and I just respect it because you loved your guy and you supported him. And I think that's nice. Yeah. Um, hey, Michael, what'd you think of this episode of the originals? <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty fucking good. I've watched it before. I remembered parts of it. Uh, I don't know any of what's been going on on the originals, and I know <laughs> com- fucking head empty. Uh, but I really, you know, I, I I dug it. I, I there's some uh, there's some shit I remembered from this one, and it uh, has it has good stuff in it. Uh, it has good Elijah stuff in it. So good episode. There were like this this episode had the four crazy things that like you want in an originals episode, which you know just good um, good good number of originals things i can't tell you they're exactly for it's an example but just saying it's like good good amount of crazy shit going on definitely had fun oh hell yeah well thank you for joining us buddy thank Happy you, thank so you for watching the episode <laughs> i know i guys i got home morgan told me i'm high watch the episode now and be going to podcast and I, I i really love her you guys so that's, that's what I, I did Spent literally, I think, every second of the day thinking, I'm going to get home and play my video game while Morgan's doing a podcast. It's going to be so fun. And then uh, this happened. And I got to say, though, it it feels good. It's it's good to be back. Okay, thank you for saying something nice. Yeah, it ended with a nice I'm sorry you didn't get to play your video game. Oh, I will get to play my video game. Oh, you get to play his video game. (laughs) Michael, how'd you feel about all that cami goodness? Uh... (laughs) It, you know, how did it, you feel about the moment where she screamed, "I'm not stupid"? It was good. It was, it was great. I really bought it. You know, it's just she's very. It's so tangential her involvement. There's just like Father Kieran's barely involved, and she knows less than him. It's just ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry, Father Kieran's very involved. Father Kieran um, is Klaus's best friend. Father Kieran <laughs> is Klaus's best friend. The way Klaus immediately is like, "You hell yeah." Don't change a goddamn thing, brother. Uh, I I love I I love Father Kieran one at gmail.com. Um, so 
we have gotten to the scene where we're meeting werewolf with the great dick oliver oliver um and he's <laughs> he's coming up to her back in the kitchen she's like oh whew, whew, uh, as she talks to him which is great and he's like you're an original right and i'm like god damn it <laughs> to to trick Rebecca like this is so rude because it's like you know okay lightning doesn't strike the same place twice you know like it's like as if she has to think that every time she meets a man and I'm like it, it you are a lightning rod baby it does when it's, it's a lightning rod f- 100 times for her <laughs> this poor girl the love of my life. Um, she's like, yeah, me, I'm the girl original, Rebecca Michelson. <laughs> the one who's always falling in love and then it becomes a problem. That's me. Great. Uh, <laughs> so excited to meet you, handsome stranger. Uh, so she's like, you might want to say that with some more respect. Like, you probably want to talk to Haley. And he's like, no, I can talk to you. You're hot. And she's like, cool, I'm Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was very happy for Rebecca at first. I, they they fooled me again because it truly is just good, like Klaus coming home to Rebecca's Winnie the Pooh with her head in the honey jar. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she's like, "This is this you can't I can't believe this happened." And Klaus is like, "Oh, I, I'm shocked too. Like this is <laughs> unprecedented." She's like, "What you don't understand is this time is different." <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> uh, I, she saw his big dick before she got his name. Yeah, and to be fair, like that that would be a hard one to recover from. Yeah. So, you know. Big dick Oliver. This one, like big this dick one I can't blame her on. <laughs> Absolutely. So then uh, at the Michelsons, this is the uh, the Sophie, uh, Sophie, Monique, and Marcel scene. Um, we're referring to Monique exclusively as niece Denise in this episode. I hope that's okay with you. Fine by me. Uh, so <laughs> Marcel is like, hey, like Sophie, you know, do you have enough power to do this? Uh-huh. And um, she's like, fuck you. I can do it. Um, God, guys, sorry. My notes are so bad. Oh, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, okay, she's just like, oh, the harvest was an epic fail. Wait, what scene is this? Yeah, <laughs> this is the scene at the Michaelson compound where Marcel says, "You know, have enough power to like left to find these witches." So Sophie's like, "Yeah, the harvest was an epic fail, but I can still do a locator spell." But before we do that, I I want to make a deal. She says she doesn't oh, want yeah, Monique yeah. in the middle of all of this, and she's like, "I will find." I'll do what you want and I'll find the witches like if you give us enough money to leave and he's like fine like you can have everything that you want if you just do this all right so, so deal o'clock then uh at the at the cool party <laughs> which is the it's party. a hoot nanny it's one of the hoot nanny song that was playing all the time well I love I love when you can pinpoint the four months the episode came out in bias <laughs> <laughs> I was not familiar with that song. Did you guys know that needle drop? It was I feel like I recognized heart. it, but uh, it should have been Achy Breaky Heart, and they should have been line dancing. Mm-hmm. That would have been better. It felt like they were about to line dance. Like it felt like I was watching nine one one. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> um, I I felt like it had like real like save a horse, ride a cowboy 
like playing very loudly and everyone knowing every word. Vibes. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's kind of what it was going for. The, the, <laughs> the, was there a fiddle? I thought I'd like it. It seemed. <laughs> was there a fiddle, a fiddle in the originals? <laughs> what a crazy oh. question! Oh, you guys don't. I feel worry. like I saw a fiddle, or if not, it felt like a fiddle. <laughs> there should have been a fiddle. I was trying to put my finger on Tim what Lynn it was. Comes back from the dead. <laughs> T- yeah, better Timlin's ghost just playing that fiddle. I was trying to put my note, my, my my finger on what I was trying to think of, and I wrote it down, which is Kid Rock ass party. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fucking Kid Rock ass party, like Kid All Rock's like Save Home Alabama. Yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah. playing. You know, God, wow, the, that is like, oh God, I have so many <laughs> memories to that song. <laughs> I love Jill, that no. Jill. Jill. I'm from the Midwest. Bless you. Jill. Bless your we, heart, Jill. Bless your heart. I have a, my favorite place in the world is a campground up in northern Minnesota. And on the holidays, they turn the outdoor basketball court next to the outdoor bathrooms into a dance. Ooh. <laughs> and that's where you're going to meet the one. And that's where they had Kid Rock playing. And my friends and I wanted to dance. With Cameron and his friends who are hanging mm. out across the basketball court. Mm. <laughs> of course, of course. It's all it's all tracks. It's all tracks, yeah. Yeah. We I didn't though. <laughs> but that um, song plays every dance, and I try to go as often as I can because I love it there. <laughs> I love that for you. I love that. That's so sweet. Um, our, our, so, so this party is happening. We've, we've accurately described the mood. I'm satisfied with that. Uh, Oliver's like, come on, Rebecca, like you can do better dancing than that. And like, they're, they're being cute. She's like smiling. It was nice to see, even though I knew I didn't. We, we, you know, we would come to know it was a lie. Although the <laughs> fact that we returned to them like outside clothes on, very disappointing, actually. <laughs> Honestly, good point. Had they like? Are we to believe they already fucked and then put their clothes back on and went outside again? Because, yeah, there's well, no way they hadn't. They hadn't <laughs> fucked. Like, come on. But it seems like the episode was like real time. <laughs> and also, like, you're at the place. Like you're at your old home. Like you could. There's a bed. <laughs> yeah, there is. You have a room here. <laughs> But whatever. He's like, tonight's not for burdens. It's time to celebrate. Like, this is the only time we're truly alive. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Then I write in my notes, all caps, he's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Michael, do you remember this character? <laughs> yes, this is his I first do. Episode. It's his first episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Did you not realize they were meeting in this scene? Oh, no, wait. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I thought this was someone else I was thinking about. No, this is Jackson. No, I'm sorry. I d- okay, yes. AKA Gerald. Gerald. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. We're good. Continue. <laughs> were you excited to see him? I, I was. I remember. <laughs> yes, I know. It, I was remembering as it was happening. And I'm like, oh, okay. They're like mates. Okay, cool. Continue. <laughs> they're mates. That's basically what it is, actually. Um, Jill. I'd just love to give you the floor for a second. This is your first time meeting Gerald. Smash. (laughs) (laughs) That is my type up there on screen. (laughs) Jill. 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 (laughs) I was just talking about the dances I used to go to. 
I where everyone's I love dressed you. in camo. We can't allow this. this, this I, love, I love you. I love you. And I and I th- this particular man. I want more for you than this. I want this I man want looks like he you. would have like a monster logo on the back of his pickup truck. <laughs> Like the lab girls, like he reminds me of home. <laughs> Just waiting for season two. There are better men in season two. So many better men. So many better men. Okay. <laughs> so he says, "Cool." Um, like I'm Jackson. Nice to see you. And she's like, "You're the wolf that's been watching me." And he goes, "Yeah, I got gotta keep my eye on you, precious cargo and all." And she's I don't like, give a "Yeah, shit about your baby." <laughs> Yeah, she says, yeah, I gotta protect the baby. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about your baby. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, he's like, no, no, no. Um, sorry, I don't care about the baby. I mean, I, I'm sorry. You're just, uh, you're a labonaire, a baby. It's a big deal. But personally, my interest is in you. <laughs> so. Fucking freak. <laughs> he doesn't just care about her for the baby like Elijah. <laughs> like, ooh, absolutely. <laughs> so Haley's like, you don't know me though which is a very good point and then he's he like, makes an even better point <laughs> our parents knew each other they were of the same people but not the same bloodline now he's right before you tell a girl she's supposed to be your promised wife you do have to tell her you're not related he's now you know how pack hierarchy works right everybody has to play their part and we had our part too and she goes <laughs> Okay, like what the fuck? <laughs> and he says, "You are supposed to be my wife." <laughs> Kill me, yeah. Throw him in the trash immediately. With a lot of these like werewolf things, you know, the creators could easily be like, "Well, the werewolves aren't like having sex when they're in like their wolf form." But when you have this pack of wolves that's always wolves, they can't deny it. Uh, this pack that of people who all murdered someone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Every single murderers, every single one of them. <laughs> I mean, I, Jill, they're all murderers. Vampire Diaries universe murder. So is everyone murder, else in the show? Murder's a misdemeanor. I murder's nothing. Yeah, murder is they used a mouse trap once. <laughs> it's amazing how you have so many murderers in the world, but none of them have ever went to prison. Nope. <laughs> Unreal. Oh God. To talk about the the werewolf curse with you guys some more. There really have barely been wolf stuff like in the show so far. So now we're about to have to start talking about it again. Oh Lord. <laughs> this werewolf curse stuff is a mess. <laughs> what I think it's good, Morgan. It has never been <laughs> ridiculous at all. Okay, I don't know, man. <laughs> so then French Quarter. We're back with Celeste and Elijah. Michael, you've not been here for our past discussions of Celeste and Elijah. Um, What are you thinking? There is a right and wrong answer. Um, I'm thinking she doesn't deserve him. No, I don't know. No, it seems it seems pretty good. I, I, I'm en- I'm enjoying. Uh, no, because she's like all she's like fuck you, right? It's it's fun. I don't know. What, he doesn't her. He's really hot. We love her. She's done nothing wrong, and all of her opinions are in fact good. And she is <laughs> so evil. It's crazy at all points. Even when she's supposed to be keeping it a secret that she's evil, and her red lipstick is beautiful. <laughs> Elijah's like, I, I really love the Celeste woman so much, and my, my heart breaks every day. And have you ever felt a love like that? And she's like, Yeah, sure, whatever. 
that is a previous scene with them and it's great. <laughs> uh, so Celeste is, she's, she keeps giving her tour and Elijah's like, I know you're Celeste. <laughs> Celeste's like, fuck. No, she is uh, unfazed completely. Yeah. And she goes, she How loves did it. You she's know? like, finally, you stupid idiot. <laughs> It's about fucking time. I stopped giving this boring tour. I've been doing it for 45 minutes. As we um, said before, she gives the eye emoji in every scene they're in, and he still didn't get it. It's absolutely incredible. So Elijah's like, like, Davina, like, she was drawing your likeness. She, he gives this monologue, which is so bananas, and he, like, gives it spinning in a circle, and then we get all the flashbacks. Like, what must this scene have looked like to shoot incredible? What if it actually, like, goes together to make it like a like we get that she is like celeste but like none of the the beats that happen in the story are like and that's how i knew you were celeste none of it makes sense that way no it's more like her kind of like greatest hits as the big bad slowly guiding the story into place it's incredible like the this, this montage felt like in a at the end of like a Saw 5 where <laughs> they're revealing how Jigsaw had them all at the bottom of the ocean the whole movie and you never <laughs> noticed and it's like zooming in on whales in the corner <laughs> out the window or something what? like that. <laughs> it's like half the Saw movies end with like none of that happened or it took place in reverse and then they show you a very like intense montage <laughs> of like all the twists. 47 meters down to me. Uh 47 meters down to scuba madness i wouldn't get i wouldn't get fixated on the ocean part of that uh. <laughs> so she she you know he's like oh i you know i i dared to dream that you could be back and you know like when i discovered there was no magic in your remains i wondered could you have cheated death by using your powers to place your essence into the body of another and then if so who and then I recalled the lovely Sabine. <laughs> and this is where we were like, yeah, you realized who the hot one was and picked correctly. <laughs> Who's the hot one I have strangely hot chemistry with? This is why I'm always staring at Haley's mouth. Hmm. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Uh, so, you know, it's like she see, like he sees them meeting and it's like, actually, she knew him the whole time. And he says, your visions of my brother's child precipitated the death of the last elder within your coven. So because of her vision, that's how that old bitch, Agnes, died. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing Elijah's dialogue written down, it's all like Yoda, but then like knowing that. <laughs> Knowing that it's like that, you could just deliver the same lines as like sexy vampire or Yoda is very fucking funny. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm closer on the Yoda spectrum in my reading. <laughs> I wish I could give you the give you what a uh, what old Daniel Gillies does, but I simply can't. Um, so Elijah's like ensuring that the harvest ritual could not be completed unless you were to control it. You've been playing a very long game indeed. It's like (laughs) she's not the reason why the harvest failed in the first place. Like that was all Marcel, and like Sophie told him about it. Like Sabine did shit with that. She didn't do that shit. It's fucking great. So Celeste is like cool. She fucking gives him a little kiss. Yeah, she does. You see that little kiss she gave him? Yes, I did. Any thoughts about it? Well, uh, th- uh, there's more to say about this particular kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> uh, that too. What else you want to say? Oh well, there's something kind of ironic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it that she poison ivies him? Uh, yes. And as he observes, <laughs> poisoned with a kiss. It's <laughs> so good. And uh, she's like, oh, Elijah, my lost love. After all of this time, don't you understand? I died because of Klaus. And even after all of his vindictive lies about witches um, led to my death, you stood by him. All because of your vow. Always and forever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jill, Jill's were like, you just go. so thrilled that oh someone's auntie always and forever? Celeste, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> marry me, marry me, say yes. Marry, marry me, say yes. The Great movie. Just... <laughs> Just to, I, I haven't seen it, guys. I'm sorry. It's just great. And Elijah like realizes he got poisoned by a kiss, and he's like, "Oh no, what has you done?" And he falls to his knees. It's fucking great. She's like, "Oh, it's a simple enchantment. I wouldn't worry. I'm not here to kill you, Elijah. I'm here to teach you the error of your greatest way. Like the error of your ways, always and forever, was the greatest mistake of your life." And it's like, pew, 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 yeah. Pew, pew. Then she goes full Joker. She fucking becomes the Joker. It's great. For, from Dude, Elijah's fuck always and forever. <laughs> from Elijah's reaction to this, I get the feeling that, like, you know, he acts like Klaus is the one who loves drama, or we act like that. But seeing how much Elijah was immediately like loving the role of the poisoned lover, like, I don't know, he <laughs> he, he, he protests a little too much to me. He thought it was fucking awesome. Here's the thing. It's like Klaus is annoying in all of those ways that we talk about. But Elijah is the one who would be like, let's have a murder mystery party. And everyone has to try really hard and do their parts. And everybody has to do the research. And everybody has to let out the clues in the right way so the killer gets fat. Like that feels like Elijah's particular brand of. I wrote this character with you in mind, brother. I do hope you'll do it justice. He would write his own murder mystery and be like, you guys aren't listening. Did you read your bios that I gave you? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be like the haughty prince. <laughs> Niklaus, your character appears to be a monster at first, but perhaps there's something deeper to see. <laughs> if you'll surprise us tonight. <laughs> you, you lend it your particular talents. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I do love these boys. So, <laughs> Elijah's on the ground. His ass got got. Elijah on the ground, Elijah on the ground, looking like a fool with Elijah on the ground. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. That's giving me the strength I need to move on. We go to the church. Uh, Klaus is like, cool, good enough. Um, Here, like have some vampire blood and I'm going to compel you. Don't be hexed anymore. You're welcome. And then he leaves. (laughs) Okay. When (laughs) earlier in this episode... When Klaus, <laughs> I do think this is really funny. When it cut to Klaus bleeding, like when Father Kieran was doing this thing with his blood, I was like, oh, is this some kind of like vampiric ritual Klaus knows to like counteract the spell? And Klaus is just like, yeah, so I'm going to like bleed you out and then try to just like overdose you with this and we'll see if that does it. I'm like, oh, never mind. He's <laughs> fucking stupid. Very much Damon Salvatore with all the vials. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, like, we're just have to do just, something, right? We're just gonna kind of go for it, I guess. <laughs> Fucking Klaus. Uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I I think that probably worked, right? 
Kieran's like, but how will we know if it did? And uh, he then is like, oh, I know the vein is out and I'm at the mercy of this murderous bastard, which he says about his best friend, Klaus, who he's always vibed with. (laughs) So that's your first hint that something's wrong. He says, I bet you find that really funny, don't you, Cammy? You little. (laughs) Which is also how he always treats Cammy. So I don't know what's wrong. He's fine to me. (laughs) He's talking to Cammy very normally, like we all would. (laughs) no it's not nice (laughs) but oh my god so klaus is like well shit guess we got our answer here and he turns to leave again (laughs) he's never shown cammy an ounce of respect this isn't any different it's really not that different (laughs) you could believe that was actually his like interior monologue fairly (laughs) easily i think which is the, the hexing it, it changes you it's like no i think that's just like what you feel like inside <laughs> no i think you're just like really tired and annoyed <laughs> like i it would be so funny if klaus is like oh my dear friend this hex has changed you and kieran's like no this is legit how i feel fuck all of you people <laughs> i hate this place remember when Kimmy confronted father kieran he's like uh i have to take this call from klaus bye bye <laughs> <laughs> I know I know what you've done. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm on the phone with, with Klaus. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's my bro. Like, <laughs> he owe so much to the church. <laughs> so Klaus is Klaus storms off, um, not because he's abandoning the situation, but because he's going to find who did this and he's going to go to the papers. And see, so. it's, it's intimidating when he does that, not when Cammy decides to go to the papers. <laughs> yes. So then um, at the Michelson compound, we're with Sophie and Marcel and uh, niece Denise again. Um, we like, this is where he's like, hey, magic faster. And she's like, okay, we'll do. Like, and he split <laughs> on the magic. <laughs> and she's like, great, it's working now. <laughs> Um and uh niece Denise is like, yeah, um keep magicking, my good aunt. Uh then Klaus <laughs> shows up and he takes niece Denise. Uh she's which like, is she's my leverage now. Bye. <laughs> Oops. It's pretty funny of Klaus to just snatch niece Denise like she's a piece on a chessboard because she kind of just feels like she is. <laughs> it's like I can't even really blame him and Sophie's like no knees to knees then in the French Quarter Elijah's like on the ground all fucked up from the poison and he's like ah get a poison kiss you haven't lost your sense of irony and uh, Celeste <laughs> is like oh maybe we have time for more but first I'm gonna cure you of your greatest flaw this absurd devotion to your lunatic family Again, Jill is yes, just like yes, 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 yes. her car horn. She's putting off party poppers. <laughs> she's just trying to fix him, and he won't allow it. Fucking incredible. Elijah's like, you're mad at me, but if you're here for revenge, and she's like, I'm going to fucking get my revenge, first off. Fuck you. Second off, I'm going to start with Klaus. He's going to know pain and torment like he's never felt before, unless you choose to save him, of course. But then that leaves Rebecca, your tragic sister. She's about to find herself in quite the predicament. 
you could save her, but then that leaves Haley in jeopardy. And Elijah's <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> He's like, oh no, three disasters. And Celeste's like, yeah, she has no idea how dangerous it is to be loved by you. Oh well, with your body weakened by my spell, you won't be able to save them all. You'll recover with just enough time to save one. <laughs> Fucking green goblin ass hottie. (laughs) (laughs) She's so hot. And this is cool. (laughs) Then Klaus is like, now it's time for my thing. And walks like seemingly right into the sea. I part of the episode too. This is equally as important as what's happening to Elijah. And that that his that everyone's thing is like I'm a series regular and I'm in danger and he's like but my buddy Father Kieran's in trouble we have to all <laughs> shoulder together to save him <laughs> <laughs> fucking Klaus Jesus so Klaus is like hey everybody in the French Quarter I've got niece Denise here I'm gonna fucking kill her if you don't like help me. <laughs> Like, bring me Bastiana. Marcel shows up and is like, hey, what the fuck? And uh, I have rules against this. We don't hurt kids. And Klaus is like, ah, spare me the hypocrisy of your moral code. It didn't stop you from killing Malik's mother. We saw last episode, Klaus killed two twin boys in the past. (laughs) Two black twin boys. Very bad and like Klaus is like Bastiana I know you're close you're the only one around here who has a crazier voice than me (laughs) the stench of witches hangs in the air mark my words I will end this girl with the very blade you meant for me amazing (laughs) I love you king truly should be like the Eric Andre movie prank show where they filmed all where they film all of the originals as is, but it's outside. So Joseph Morgan does these scenes in front of like people whose reactions are on camera and otherwise same show. Honestly, that would be incredible. Oh, God. So then Marcel's like, fuck you. We do not kill kids. Uh, and they they get into a little scrape and Klaus breaks Marcel's neck and is like, I fucking make the choices here. Cool. Great job, you idiot. He brings them <laughs> the slowest way possible, too. It's very rude. It's like, that's your son. <laughs> then Sophie shows up. Klaus is distracted, killing his son, winning his, you know, you know, number four dad award mug. And he <laughs> fucking <laughs> Sophie stabs him in the back and the knife crawls inside him. Michael, Michael, awesome. please talk to me. About okay, this is knife. this is this the first appearance of the knife crawling inside yeah, the person? Yes. Okay, because I remember this. I fucking loved this. <laughs> yes. I love this. I love, I love Klaus's, re- like, Joseph Morgan acts this so well. Klaus's reaction to the knife disappearing of just being like, oh, yeah. fuck this. Fuck, fuck. Oh, it's going in. It's so, like, oh, fuck. It's really good. Again, as I've said before on this podcast, Klaus is full Tim Robinson on this show sometimes, and it's incredible. Yeah, again, just like horrible <laughs> things happening to Klaus is very funny. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so good. And then Bastiana shows up and she's like, hello, I'll take it from here. It's great. I'm no, Bastiana. No. <laughs> Bastiana. Bust <laughs> down, Bastiana. <laughs> Please, Bastiana. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, then we're fucking back at the plantation and Gerald's playing piano. <laughs> no, Michael, that's his I love that he's episode. just playing piano. Jill. It's so funny. Ew. So he's like, he's oh, like, you were supposed to be my wife, but let me just go play a little Funny, isn't it? a little buble in me. Yeah. God, living worst. So she's like, I just wanted to meet my family. I never imagined I'd meet my husband tonight. Like, <laughs> oh fuck! Ellie <laughs> like, and Klaus um, are both Tim Robinson, and that's why they sought out each other. <laughs> and Two they were Tim met. Robinsons. Fucking, they weren't meant to actually be together, but they were meant to create the proto Tim Robinson. Klaus is truly like if Wiley e. Coyote were Dracula, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the Acme Corporation is always conspiring against Absolutely. him. So she's like, this is fucking crazy. And he's like, yeah, I guess you didn't know about this because no one was around to teach you. And I was like throwing up my mouth, throwing up my yeah, mouth. I hate she had shit. a terrible childhood. We know. Yeah, are you negging her about her bad childhood? He's like, the Crescents aren't just any pack of wolves. The bloodline um, goes back to the very beginning. Two families, yours Morgan, and mine. It, I guess that makes, us, guess that makes us kind of royalty. <laughs> it's not that deep. At least oh, not yeah, yet. It's probably not that deep. It gets deeper. <laughs> yeah, I, not it, yet. <laughs> so, think he realizes he only has one uh, go-to for his acting, so it gets deeper. So Haley's like, what the fuck? Royalty? Where's the throne? And he's like, New Orleans used to be ours, but like, because of Marcel, it's not. Like, um, our pack made some some bad decisions in the past. So because um, of your pack is the actually why it's not. Yeah, I'm like, your pack is so great. Why are their decisions shitty? <laughs> and he's like, our parents decided to bring the two lines back together, and you and I were betrothed. And she's like, okay, weird. <laughs> Run, girl. Wolves girl, are so fucking run. Weird. This I dude love wolves. Keeps, dude, I, it, yeah, for me, it's not the issue with wolves. It's this dude. This dude being like, we're married. You're mine. <laughs> hey, what's up? I played piano. You're mine. <laughs> like, if Oliver so was weird. like to Rebecca, yeah, we're betrothed. What? <laughs> like, cool. Thank God. Phew. <laughs> oh, Bex, I love you. So. He's like, you know, um, like, look, things didn't work out. Like, our pack made a misstep, and um, we're in trouble with Marcel, but you're the last of your bloodline, Andrea, or Haley, whatever you call yourself. <laughs> Fuck you. That was Where'd rough. She calls herself. Like, shut up. That was rough. Whatever you call yourself, <laughs> sir. The way he's just like, you exist just as my conception of you. Like, I look only like you're, you must be the way that I thought you were going to be. Like, it's. He's been a wolf for so long. (laughs) Which is, this is why he's perfect for Roswell because that's also what his version of Max is like, you exist only as my conception of you. (laughs) It sucks. 
But like, I think what you know, Jill, Jill likes. I think you could speak to the fantasy yeah. of like, because Haley's in such a fucked up situation, and here comes someone who is like, you fit perfectly into my idea of the world, and I'm simple and hot. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, ew, your- no. But also, except for your baby, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that part. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't, I hate your stupid baby, but like, marry me, girl. <laughs> Also, don't, how dare you call him hot? I'm like disgusted by you. I'm giving the, I'm, I'm describing the version I'll of this scenario. He has Very no close. chin. I can imagine like another. I have enough actor, chins for the both of us. Like, like <laughs> no! another actor doing this performance. Like I could be, I could maybe be horny for it. Like this yes. is a very clear like. I think response to like Alcide on True Blood, like this is like a pose. Yeah, Joe I love Alcide, and I and yes, I Joe Meganello, yes, yeah. So like I could vibe with Alcide. So I see that this is like of you know that it shares DNA, and so I understand the compulsion. But it's just this dude wrong. No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not, sir. I don't care for it. Like this is not a good performance. It's bad. It's bad. But but I I wanna I wanna honor the the stuff about it that you like because I, I do think I there don't. is value. I in can't those abide things. this one. <laughs> can't allow it. <laughs> you should you, Smash is Smash is sacred, Jill. Smash you cannot say Smash. <laughs> but it's this. true. It's true. It's true. It's true. You can't tell her it's not true. It's true and I respect you, I respect your life experience. <laughs> So he's like, hey, you're the last. So he says, whatever you call yourself, these people will follow you. You can help them. You and what you represent. And she's like, okay, just fucking stop being coy. What is this shit I represent, supposedly? And he's like, a time when things were different. When our people fought back after everything you went through to find us, you're the one who's going to break us of our curse. She's like, huh? And he's like, yeah, your witch friend <laughs> says, like, you're going to fix everything tonight. And Haley's like, excuse me? I'm not friends dun, with dun, any goddamn dun. witch. <laughs> I'm not friends with anybody. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I fucking love Haley. She really is a bitch. So, so then, in the woods. Oh, Rebecca and Oliver, they're making out in the swampy woods. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I really like you. But like, uh, we made a deal. And she's like, wait, what? (laughs) And he's like, betrays her. (laughs) I can can even forgive how how falling for it. But what I cannot forgive is after this number of betrayals, (laughs) bring him say that first like full sentence of look. I really like you, and I'm sorry about this. And not just punching through his skull immediately. Yeah. Like, like, not just realizing in 15 seconds you're going to want to cut his head off. Just cut his head off right now and then deal with whatever the problem is. Like, when, like, Elijah's first episode of The Vampire Diaries, we slapped that guy's yes. head off. Like, she yeah. needs to do that. If she could have slapped his head off after the betrayal, that would have been... Fucking incredible. Yeah, as far as I can remember, it's all downhill from here with uh, Oliver, so she should have slapped his head off. Yeah, I I kind of do remember similarly. So he's like, sorry, and he backs up, and then there's a bunch of werewolves around her, and she's attacked, and she's cornered, and it's not looking good. So then uh, we're cutting between a bunch of stuff. So at the cemetery, uh, Bastiana, Celeste, and Genevieve, they're doing a spell. They're chanting. There's candles. 
Um, then in the quarter, Elijah wakes up and he has a phone call. It's from Haley. Haley's like, something's fucking going on. And he's like, you're right. Wait, stop, stop. You shut up. I'm me talk now. You're right. <laughs> Celeste is back. Klaus, Rebecca, you're all in danger. Uh, then with, uh, like on, on her side of the phone, Gerald's like, what's going on? And Haley's <laughs> like, it's a trap. I didn't make a deal with any witch. And it's like, no. And, and he just Elijah- goes, what? That's one of my favorite lines of this episode. (laughs) He's so useless. (laughs) Just the fucking words. (laughs) Contribute one thing, Gerald. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) So Elijah's like, Haley, find Rebecca. Stay with her until I get there. And then suddenly the house is on fire and they're trapped inside it. Whoops whoops so it's just not looking good more chanting celeste is like feeling herself she's like bastiana you know what to do like genevieve you guys know what to do and they're like "Uh uh-huh and then they go and Haley's like we gotta get out of here jackson keeps trying to break out of the house and yet he's like only making everything worse he's just like smashing everything he's um, (laughs) dumb just smashing and smashing and smashing. It just um, keeps it keeps breaking. What? 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 It's magic, dumbass. <laughs> Fucking magic. So Haley is like trying to breathe through some fabric he's given her. It like the window shatters. It's Elijah. Elijah picked Haley. Uh or Andrea, whatever she calls herself. Or whatever she calls herself. <laughs> hubba, hubba. Oh, well, to be perfectly logical choice, because let's say you save them all, like, one, he wants to save Haley the most, but, like, two, Klaus would be like, you should have saved Haley first. She's the future of this family. You know, so it's, like, <laughs> correct for, like, everyone would have agreed. He would have said, save Rebecca last. Yeah, yes. save Rebecca last, save the baby first, <laughs> and I don't need saving, because I'm a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I would have been living agony for years and be saved by your brother. <laughs> uh, so, um, it, like, Elijah's arrived. He has made his choice. Interesting choice, huh? Uh, and he's like, where's Rebecca? And she's like, I don't know. Uh, she went off with one of them. But Elijah, my friend's still in the burning house. <laughs> I wish she would have said my husband. My so husband's Jill. in the house. <laughs> using him to make elijah jealous oh hey would you mind saving the real man in my life he's inside the <laughs> i love i no, you're you're, you're right Jill, because that is exactly how elijah reacts it's like uh, like, <laughs> like i already did the fucking okay <laughs> It really is. He's like, I gotta say, that fucking flop. Elijah does the like opposite of seven, seven Salvatore, basically. He is like not into it, but he does it. And he's like, there you fucking go. Uh, <laughs> then we go, we find Rebecca. She's laid on the ground. She's covered in wolf bites. Things are not going good. And who is there but Genevieve, who's like, hi, been a minute. I'm gonna enjoy this. Oh, no, not <laughs> Wild good. card, bitches. 
Absolutely. So uh, Elijah shows up later finding Rebecca like gone and that there's just like a bunch of dead wolves around and Rebecca's abandoned leather jacket. And he's like, this is cute. She never would have taken this off. Um, And Celeste appears behind him with Bastiana and Genevieve. And Celeste is like missing something. And she says, you won't hurt me. I'm the only one alive who can break the curse on Haley's family. And Genevieve knows where your sister is, and Bastiana has Klaus. He's suffering horribly, I'd like to add, just because you picked the little wolf instead of your own blood. Zoinks! She got him. She should be happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> she hates his siblings. She should be, like, dancing in the streets. So Elijah, like, lunges at her, but she, you know, brings him to his knees with her magic rolls. And she's like, what a horrific ending to your pathetic, diseased family. I guess always isn't forever after all so celeste just like friggin dunked on him dunked all up on him (laughs) he looks so stupid (laughs) because of what she's done real kitten mittens energy he's so stupid so stupid the line i guess always isn't forever after all yeah baby Ah, <laughs> I'm so I'm so in love. That was maybe one too many. I think she hit the always and forever like one too many there, but that's okay. Not enough. <laughs> Not Jill. Jill's Jill. been against always and forever for a minute now. I so. hate always and forever. Every time has been cathartic for Jill. She's been like fuck always and forever for several episodes. <laughs> Is it, is it that specific conception, or do you just is it, or do you just hate the idea of like arc words that characters repeat to tell themselves something and to tell you the viewer at the same time? Like, is there another like if if you know Elena was always saying something to Caroline that was about their friendship? Would that suck too? Oh no, it's just like the stupid. I'm not stupid it's loyalty. Usually, it's usually but- me saying always and forever, and then Joel say fuck always and forever. Because it's just like, it's an excuse to forgive Klaus for all of his stupid shit. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah specifically it exists as that. So it's really cool that Celeste is versus it. Uh, then with uh, Jackson and Haley outside the burning house, he's like, I have to go. The moon. And she's what like, time is right. <laughs> I don't have my Aunt Gerald yet. I don't know what it's going to be like, guys. Sorry. <laughs> So he's like, I've been dreaming about this since I was a kid, and I never thought it would go like this. (laughs) No, he's probably been looking forward to it for so long. And he fucked it up. Is he a virgin? Is Jill a virgin? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) He's been a dog for so long. (laughs) Saving. He's saving himself for her. He's a human form virgin. Dogs don't fuck. Bow, wow, wow. Yo, <laughs> Haley's like, hey, I'm not going to stop until I find a way to break the curse. I promise. And then he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves. He doesn't say anything. He just gives her a really long look, which is weird. He's like, I better not say anything else. I fucked this whole thing up. <laughs> Fucking werewolf ass Aaron Whitmore ass. No. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Disagree. Right now. <laughs> fair enough. Look, fair enough. 
uh, Cammy, uh, she, you know, Cammy's here and they're like outside the church. Cammy's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Klaus, where are you? And I'm like, I bet on losing dogs. MP3. Um, and Bastiana comes out of the shadows and is like, hello, it's <laughs> Mr. Michelson is currently in the <laughs> He's both Mrs. Doubtfire and Super Mario. <laughs> It's a me. Her tits are on fire. I'm sorry, but this is simply what I hear when she opens her mouth. So Cammy's like, what the fuck? Like, what did you do, lady? And Bastiana's like, I did nothing. You know, someone completed your task for you. And Cammy's like, wait, you got what you wanted. Then my uncle. And she's like, is gonna die. With great anguish, super soon. Nobody owes you shit, Cammy. You're just some grad student, okay? She's <laughs> going, suck it, suck it, suck it. Okay. <laughs> well, what she actually says is like, you know, you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. You know, you chose to side with evil like your uncle has done all these times before you. But his punishment will atone for his attempts to prevent the harvest. His suffering will purify him. And you'd do well to learn from all of this. To oppose us is to oppose the natural order. By choice or by force, the French Quarter will rise again. <laughs> uh, so, Michelson Compound, Marcel, he's got all his guys. Diego's like, we've looked everywhere. Like, there's like Klaus is gone. And uh Elijah shows up and is like, Marcel. He's like screaming. He's like, shows up at an eleven. <laughs> and Marcel, like, Marcel, Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys. We've got some news, some terrible news. Elijah just again comes in at a thousand and he's like where's my brother and Marcel's like hey I have people looking out for him like you know he killed me so I couldn't help him <laughs> and uh Haley is like fuck fuck um hey Elijah stop going absolutely insane on Marcel please <laughs> And uh, Marcel explains, you know, that his dad killed him once again because he was in a fit of peak. And he's like, I have no idea what happened or how to find them. And Elijah's like, fuck, they have Rebecca. And all of you are going to help me. Like, because I'm going to kill them all. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Like, hot Elijah stuff. Hot fucking Elijah stuff. Then uh, we go to Sophie. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh baby girl. Um, Michael. Um, Michael, you haven't been really here for many of our Sophie scenes. Uh, do you have anything to say about Sophie? What you remember of her from the episodes of the show you watched? Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, uh, 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 this is Sophie is so another character I can't remember if is in the whole series or dies at some point this season. You just uh, saw her die. She's dead. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like a fake. Out. Yeah, that was it. That was she no, she's, died. This is her, her send off. Oh, she's, she's dead. dead for real. Rip, oh. you watched her final episode. Oh, okay. Uh, no thoughts then. She's dead. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's funny because as we've been going through this, and trying to give people fair shakes that we thought are duds. Sophie has been trying so hard not to be a dud, not to be a flop. She had a shovel one time. 
she's she's dead with like good hustle like Mm -hmm. she's trying but like they just couldn't i I remember thinking like i i I, no to be honest she is one of those characters who i remember thinking like are they gonna figure this character out and they're dead and so this is them dying (laughs) and we talked about how they could have figured this character out many times they still did not uh you probably did not know from you know no memory but she and marcel used to fuck she and Marcel used to fuck, and she's a bi queen, and she had like a coyote she ugly face. Cool. She was like getting shit faced on tables and kissing girls. Okay, they were trying a lot of stuff. Then I feel like I feel like they were like, "What if this was her deal? What if this?" <laughs> they threw a lot of darts at the board, and then they were like, "Never mind." Like, let's <laughs> commit to Cammy instead. Yeah, that's what they like, said. That's where we've struck gold. <laughs> So Sophie's like, come on, niece Denise, like, let's get out of town. And uh, she's like, I don't want to. And he's like, come on. No, I stabbed an original. Like, we are in trouble. We have to run. I'm sorry that your life has been bad and that everything has been crazy. But you can still be normal and we can get the fuck out of there. But niece Denise does not want to leave. She's a witch. So she is just like, you didn't have enough faith. Like, fuck you. Nobody gives a shit about you. You tried to stop the harvest, so you got to die now. And she cries blood to death. It's a cool death. And that's the ep, basically. Like, R.I.P. to a bisexual mess. <laughs> R.I.P. bisexual mess. You R. tried R. your best, Sophie. Sophie. R.I.P. Sophie Deverfoe, because I, I didn't mention it, but I especially at the time, watching the show and reviewing it, I was reminded that they give her the exact same name as Gina Bellman's character on Leverage, Sophie Devereaux. It's like, <laughs> no, that, that's Sophie Devereaux. You're, you're, you're not Sophie Devereaux. That's weird. That's very weird. <laughs> Leverage was established. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, <laughs> but now very crucially rankings, crushes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to do crushes really first and uh, really quick first and then save rankings? Yes, let's do crushes. Um, it's it's Celeste and Elijah. Yeah. Kiss. yeah yes, yes. Fuck always and forever. Yeah. Celeste. Celeste. Kiss team. <laughs> Michael. Um, I would say uh Haley and uh and really Be- uh, Bex and Oliver. It's a damn shame. I want it. I did right. want that for her. It's a, oh, it's, okay. it's a real shame. It's sad. Can't, can't girl can't catch a break. <laughs> hey, baby, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, like, look, I'm, I'm the one up. over here is going to treat you right, Rebecca. Yeah, and I'm going up to her at the site of the massacres to do this. <laughs> hey, baby, woman walking off covered in blood. <laughs> oh, I love it, Jill. How many people are in your rankings today? We have seven. Jesus. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no. <laughs> Already no. But okay. Coming in at number seven. Uh huh. Is Gerald? No! <laughs> at seven, though, that's pretty low. He's still there, and I so knew that you making it longer means he was going to be there. Yeah, I could have had him higher, but a lot of stuff happened in this episode. I hate mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You don't. <laughs> I'm hurt, but I accept you. <laughs> Number six is Marcel trying wow. to save all the kids. 
Okay. That's that. He was, uh, he was number two last week. So this is quite a demotion. There were also only three last week. So. Yeah, fair enough. And it was also past flashback Marcel, not present day yeah. Marcel, <laughs> who you've forsaken. Um, number five is Elijah. Wow. For the kill them all line. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Hot. Number four mm-hmm. is Bex. Oh, honey, oh, went down from last week. We love you. <laughs> I wanted her. I wanted it. She just needs some happiness. Just awful. She was laughing with him. I know. That's the thing where I'm just like, you you should have fucked the plan. Like, who cares? (laughs) Be wolves all the time. Like, that dude did not look like he needed to be doing betrayals in his life like <laughs> yeah. on a day-to-day basis. He didn't give off. A, what do you do to get by? Oh, I betray people. Like, <laughs> I guess he's a wolf most of the time. Yeah, he's a wolf 30 <laughs> days of the month. You got to keep that in mind, I guess. I guess that is on her for not realizing that his uh, physical status would not affect his need to do a betrayal. Yeah, see. Um, Jill, number three. Number three is Father Kieran. <laughs> Hell yeah. For almost calling Cammy a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was so, so brave. <laughs> Father Kieran, why would you say something so controversial and yet so brave? <laughs> Number two is Genevieve. <laughs> oh my Ordering God. tea at the bar. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. <laughs> It's sold. <laughs> All right. And number one is Celeste. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's been a lot. Uh, Michael, are there any other sequences uh, planned? Uh, yeah, I think we could uh, do a little something. Um, it's been uh, it's been like a fucking year or something, but uh, it's time for a, for a boy <laughs> corner. All right. Boy corner. We all know it. Haven't really done this for originals. It's kind of a harder one to do it for, I think, because the boys are all playing for team on a show with Klaus, where they're doing Klaus things. So it's all just the the New Orleans vibe. It's it's tough to. There's really a strong, like these are the guys, and then everyone else, you know. But anyway, I'm just going to talk about the boys a little bit because I don't really feel strongly about these rankings. I will say that, but we're going to make a big deal. But anyway, number five, 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 number five. five. Actually, no, honorable mention. Honorable Honorable mention. Honorable mention, mention, Gerald. Yes. (laughs) Because just literally like just because like I I defend his right to exist (laughs) and Jill's. To like him, because like Morgan, you will, you know, you'll always say like, if you like something, you win. I, I don't, agree. and I don't Not actually like. Case. I'm, I'm much more of a snob than that. Actually, I don't. You, I think that if you I like know, things, I don't like. You're my enemy, but uh, <laughs> no, not really. But a little, a no, little, you do think a, that. a tiny bit. You're a snob. Tiny, tiny bit. But uh, I do think it applies to things you think are hot. <laughs> uh, if you think something is hot, you got to find something hot. Like there's no no downside. So like. Mm-hmm. If if Gerald works for some for a uh, segment of the population here represented by Jill, then we have to defend <laughs> his right to exist on the show somewhat. And also, he showed up and was a flop, which is real boy energy. I don't know. He was like, <laughs> he, he was like, was like, you're married to me. It, no, he truly <laughs> gave up vibes of like showing up and was like, 
hey uh <laughs> hey cousin Haley it's me you, you probably don't remember me but we used to kiss when we were six anyway I, like that was yeah. that was kind of the vibe for me but like it doesn't have to be the, the case necessarily uh then it's Marcel number five Marcel Marcel I feel like if I, gr- I felt feel great episode of the originals to talk about very happy to be here love being on the pod but I feel like any other episode Marcel would come in higher he had like two scenes this episode Klaus kicked the shit out of him. Not a lot of Marcel this episode, but like not in a he's not good way. Just in a okay, they wrote like like you know because he's like a huge part of every episode, so just not a big Marcel showcase. Mm-hmm. But he's Marcel. Come on, the Marcel uh, last episode in the past, past past Marcel. Yeah, uh, he Marcel. was like he put it all on the fucking line for Rebecca. He was like, mm. guess guess fucking what. Let's get Michael over here. Let's scare the shit out of your brother. I don't give a fuck anymore. I just want to be with you. And Mar- and Rebecca was like, hell yeah. Let's burn this fucker down. See, even, even having the memory does. of that, even if I'd like, even if I just watched that episode and then was here talking about this episode, I probably would have then had Marcel above Klaus, which is who's next is Klaus. But Before Klaus. Marcel, excellent. Next Klaus. He's Klaus. He's great. I loved how his agonized <laughs> shrieking and, and spasming and screaming oh, when he got wow. stabbed by the knife. Incredibly funny. Love you, Joseph Morgan. Come on our uh, Joe Abercrombie book club episode of the podcast <laughs> oh and talk God. about your fandom. Please. Uh, please yes. Yeah, come talk to us about first slide. Also, come talk to us about being Klaus Michelson, please. Uh, yes, the book we are doing for April Book Club, which if it's out already, listen to it, uh, is uh, Best Served Cold by Joe Abercrombie, who is an author who Joseph Morgan likes. And when Joseph Morgan tweeted something complimentary about the books, the author we like retweeted it and said, this is the only time my daughter thinks I'm cool because she loves the Vampire <laughs> Diaries. So, so, so he got to feel good. So everyone, everyone wins. Also, guys, did we ever talk about how like when Matthew McFadden was like going around for this season of Succession for all awards like interviews, all he did was talk about how much his daughter loves the Vampire Diaries. Wait, what? <laughs> what? He was literally like every place. He was like, yeah, I act on this show, but like my daughter doesn't think it's cool. She wishes I was on the Vampire Diaries. Matthew and I was like, in Vampire Diaries. I was like, be on the Vampire Diaries. Be on the Vampire like, I saw him in multiple interviews in multiple places mentioning how much he, his daughter just like wishes he was on the Vampire Diaries. And I was like, daughter, come on the pod. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I'm gonna wish this too. I think I wrote like a long fanfic in our Discord about what his guest spot on the originals would look like. And it was a lot about him and Elijah, like like Elijah like trying to learn how to be a dad to the new baby and watching Matthew McFadden and being like, Yeah, that's a man right there. That's a dad right there. I'll learn from that man. <laughs> and then him actually being evil. And I think that would have been nice to see. Next is Kieran. Hell yeah. Uh, yes. I just, I really just want to plug the email address. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, reach out for uh, advice. Maybe we could, should you just want to do like a mailbag episode or a Kieran email? Which should. is going to be an advice episode because you're asking 
Father Kieran for advice. You're, it's like a confessional it's, it's thing. It's not Confession. advice. Yeah, it's absolution. Absolution. Yeah. Giving people advice. Oh no. <laughs> not yeah, advice, but know. like judgment or whether their sins are forgiven. We're telling it's a you forgiveness how many, episode. How many hail forgiveness? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be a conf- yes. That will forgiveness all, mailbag. With the yes, the hosts will forgive you if you email the Father Kieran email asking. <laughs> and the theme song will be Follow Up Boys Church. We've yes. got it. The oh episode's produced. Okay, great. Let's or see the song I... Church from Marry Me. We can play multiple songs. <laughs> okay, I've got two Patreon episode ideas out of this list so far. Let's see if I can hit them. <laughs> uh, probably not. Number two is off. <laughs> yeah. Because he seemed uh, like he had a great day, right? motherfucker. Uh, yeah, it really was just like, damn, they found like a really like hot him. Like, at least they cast it to be like how, like they cast it so they were like, at least you can't blame her. Like, it almost feels like from a <laughs> yeah. casting director point of view, they're like, we have to make it so she doesn't look like the biggest fucking idiot. Like it has to be, it has to be, we have to give him a risk it, risk it all bod. And like they did, he looked fucking good. And again, she should have like knocked his jaw off with her fucking stiletto when he, when he, when he did, when he pulled that shit. You were saying like with her pussy. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Also actually very good. Suffocate him. Yeah. Yes, girl. Absolutely. This is this is the sh- this is the good uh, this is the good show they're too afraid to make. <laughs> the Puritans over the CW yeah. will make real art, yeah. like we are suggesting. Yeah. So this is, I guess, this Only is Bush's America. <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, number number one's fucking it's Elijah. He's, he's goddamn. He's goddamn Elijah. He he fucking is hilarious when he's getting knocked out and is being like, <laughs> his oh my my his, he thinks he's Romeo. It's very fucking funny. <laughs> and then we end the episode on pissed off, gonna like kill everyone, Elijah, which is for my money, the coolest, least person you would want to fuck with on all of the Vampire Diaries Plexverse shows. You would not want to fuck with Elijah when he was yeah. actually pissed at you like that. That's yeah, like that is his bad side. Top guy that w- is like cool and will kill you. Yeah, I mean that's that's not that's hard to argue with. Like Elijah, that'd be pretty bad. If if one character, if one character on these shows was coming to kill you, who would you who would you not want it to be? Like. <laughs> mm really a lot like Elijah because Elijah if he'd already made up his mind you're pretty much fucked Damon would yeah. trip on a banana peel on his way to kill me like, <laughs> I'd find a gun in my soap dish and it'd be like this is the weapon I hid to kill you with like I'd be fine Elijah's plan might be elegant <laughs> uh that was uh that was your boy corner welcome welcome to 2022 we're all more mentally healthy than ever everything's fucking great <laughs> We love it. <laughs> Guys, we've had a lot of fun today here on the pod. We've had I too think. much fun. I'm sorry. And it's we've had it, too many recordings. <laughs> we, God, we're so tired. But um, I love talking about this episode with you guys. Thank you for putting up with me and my nonsense. Um, and see you later, dweebs. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>